this is why Google has so much power. It's like you guys do everything on Google, as you say, and Google doesn't need to be involved in my Final Fantasy notes. This is the Imperial Schools of Honor podcast. I'm Josh Boland. I thought you were going second. <laughs> 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 it's your fucking podcast. <laughs> I'm Jay Baxter. And, and I'm Jeff Burns. And we're going to be bullshitting about the formative years of console gaming as we revisit, revisit the periodicals that covered it again. Uh, and we'll, uh, I guess, get better at that at some point in this quest. Uh, we are heading into the thick of an RPG side quest here. We are where we rather incrementally fiddle with an old school RPG, start to finish with the assistance of old video game literature. Or rather, I wanted to say actually here, I thought, I'm so proud of this, that I'm going to go back and repeat this. With the assistance of video game literature of antiquity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when does it qualify as antique? <laughs> got to be coming up on it. Well, yeah, we got it. By the standards of, of retro video gaming, th- I mean, there's just no question, you know. Definitely, yeah. This particular quest is going down in Square's 1990 release of Final Fantasy on the Nintendo Entertainment System. The accompanying game mag for us on this undertaking at present, anyhow, is the official pack-in instruction manual for the game, an 80-page tomb entitled The Explorer's Handbook and link to a PDF, and a link to the PDF of that will be in the show notes for the duration of the quest. Emulation disclosure, so you know the tools with which we are undertaking our quest to defeat chaos. Jay, how are you playing? I am emulating on my PC via RetroArch with the standard NES controller plugged in via USB. Jab. Uh, I am also emulating on my computer uh, using NES Topia, and I'm just using the keyboard. I think when you are talking about the um, the book that we're using, I think you mean Tome, not so, Tomb. You keep saying that. I, th- I think it's Tomb. I, 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 I think Tomb. Okay. <laughs> it's not how English works, but okay. That might that might that might that might be a tomato tomato. I'll double check when we get out of here. <laughs> did I say that last time too? You did. Okay. Sounds that's and I thought about it the whole time that I said that word. <laughs> you never consulted a, a dictionary? Yeah, I, I haven't. Yeah, I didn't actually. Either because, I, I, so. because I, I was so behind on my 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 Final Fantasy chores in this oh, case right, right. that I was literally scrambling to finish these notes uh, about four minutes before we started recording. So wow. uh, because you had an issue with the way that you were playing, correct? Correct, exactly. Yeah, my my VR quests and aspirations proved to be too much a pain in the ass, so I relegated myself back to my standard side quest issue, OG hardware mythology methodology rather, and I am piping my NES advantage through old Uncle Ted's NES satellite across my living room and playing um, on on the OG hardware situation. So uh, yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't say that's really why. I mean, I I only dabbled with the VR version for one evening early on right okay. after we recorded last time and it was just such a fucked up situation like the oh, it's kind of even hard to explain it's really gonna be boring to try to but basically it would have been annoying as fuck and i wouldn't have been able to take screenshots and wow. you know it just it just was not the they they the vr the, the cable link of that oculus situation jay is is leaves much to be desired Mm. Uh, just as far as functionality goes and i and i feel like it's gotten worse like i mean you know i've already i've told jab a million times the fucking subnautica situation i can't physically cannot play subnautica now since like an os update a while ago because it i can't use the xbox controller at the same time basically that i'm using oculus link stuff on my laptop and that is 
it's what? A, yeah, it's an it's an Oculus Link like because it uses two different OS situations. Right. You know, it has the, the it doesn't use the like the very clean polished native one. It uses this like Oculus Link specific thing that that only applies when you're when you're when you're piped into the in, into a laptop. And for some reason, it cannot multitask the two things anymore. And it used to be able to. And oh, yeah, man. and I and you can't. I mean, Subnautica just has too many fucking job or functions going on with it <laughs> to to play with those native controllers. And you only have you know I don't know what is it eight buttons or something, uh, and it, it's just not enough. So. Until they fix that, I can't play Subnautica, and Jab keeps sending me fucking pictures, and I want to ah. play it so badly in VR. Uh, <laughs> I just started yeah. again, and I've been having a blast. Oh, I got a new gaming. I got a new system. I got a gaming computer now. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Wow. Made the jump. Yeah. My buddy uh, suggested one from Costco pre-built that was good, because I didn't want to like, spend... I'm in school and shit. I can't... I don't have time to like build although that's like kind of my major in a way is like doing shit like that but um i just don't have time to... that's that's a gateway drug it's like uh tc's dad also, used to yes. say it's like tc's dad used to say that's what the marijuana is a gateway drug boys <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you you got on the xbox what made you what made you while you're in school decide to go pc as well um well i uh <clears throat> My Xbox One for for one thing is now five. Actually, maybe oh, you're on the one. That's did, right. Did, did, did you he, did, did you hear the Jay teetering on buying a I game knew you were laptop? Say that. <laughs> I knew you were say that. Right. Um. <laughs> well, for one, I'm on the Xbox great. One still. That's like six years old. Uh, for two, in my old apartment, I had hardwood floors, and man, that thing has. I mean, I can't wait. To, now that I've got my gaming computer running, I should say my computer. Uh, now that I got that running. I can't wait to open that up in the lab because I'm going to take it into school in my clean room and uh, get myself like all electrostatic discharged and all that shit uh, and open it up and clean it out. And uh, I can't wait to see how much dog hair is in there because those <laughs> are the floor and it had to just be sucking pounds of Corbin's hair in there. And for another thing uh, in my major, I'm going to need some I'm going to need a decent computer that can run the engineering software that I'll be using. So um, uh, so I went to computer. That's that's how I justified my heavy expenditure too. Is oh, I need this for work. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All I've done so far is play games on it, but I definitely <laughs> right, 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 yeah. A uh, word. Well, please rate and review the pod if you enjoy our shit. It really helps. And let's get on to episode two of this quest. quest at the castle of Caneria, and this baby is two floors all the action outside of the king uh, happens on the first floor the treasury is in the central northeast it's manned by a couple sages letting you know it was locked 400 years ago by the mystic key and the prince of elfland was entrusted with that bad boy so no treasure for you at this stage of the game <laughs> and a girl is in the southeast chamber whining about her sister the southwest chamber has a guard standing outside saying the queen locked herself inside, but the door is wide open for you to walk through, so that's a bit of a contradiction. But the queen is inside. She introduces herself as Jane and asks you to save her daughter, Princess Sarah. So other than that, not much is going on down here, and you are going to eventually take your ass upstairs to shoot the shit with the king. And he says, Light Warriors, just as in Lucan's prophecy, Garland has kidnapped the princess. Please help her. That's it. That's all he has to say. He doesn't welcome you to town. He doesn't give you anything. He doesn't offer you any real guidance. He simply gives you a task, uh, kind of uh, very perfunctorily, and, <laughs> and that's fucking, that's it. And he doesn't even tell you his name. He doesn't have a name. 
and and that's the end of of shit you can do here. Uh, this is a shit. I don't know. It's a shit castle. It's like the shit. Ca- like yeah. they did. Like as, as great of a storytelling job as this game does, it's. I can't believe they didn't dedicate more bandwidth to what this castle does to like set the stage for what the fuck the question. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, like the opening castle, right? Right. Yeah. It's really, really shit. Like I said, I mean, just the simple fact that there's no the king has no identifying characteristics is really shit too. You know? Yeah. The I was I mean, kind of surprised. Yeah. Go ahead. Go on. No, you go on. I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say. I, I'm very surprised at that, just based on, you know, playing Dragon Warrior and kind of getting more of a background. He's just kind of like, yeah, go do this task. Yep. Like, all right. Thanks, guy. Like, <laughs> I guess we'll connect yeah. if I survive. <laughs> he does touch, put you I'll touch base. I'll touch base if that, and, and I, I knock that out. I mean, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah for that matter, the, the Dragon Warrior castle does look a lot better now that I juxtapose the two. Yeah. Um, Oh, definitely. I mean, there's, yeah, it's the, I, you know, honestly, that's one of the things that I think kind of sucks about this game in general is all the castles and towns are kind of blase. They have the same color palette. They, I mean, that that's honestly the castle, Mel- especially. Yeah. Melmond has a little bit of a new, uh, its own vibe going on with it. Cause it's yeah. fucking that, you know, be, just, we're not there yet, but other than that, yeah. I mean, a lot of the towns are just like the same fucking thing for sure. You know, and yeah. that's some, the towns have some characteristic. I'll give them the towns, but the, the, uh, the castles are bleh. The, the, my favorite thing about this castle, I did try to come up with something and I found something decent when you go to the second, well, the upper level, I should say, it's probably not the second level. Um, when you go to the upper level, like the outside of the castle is blue, kind of like indicating that you're like up, up, oh, in, up in the sky. sky. Yeah, that's cool. Like you're high up. That actually was kind of cool once I took a look at it. But yeah, other than that, pretty, it's bland. That's an, you know, honestly, the good music in there, though. Yeah, good, yeah. Good music, sure. good music everywhere. I told you guys via chat, like Amy was like, <laughs> like I asked her, I was like, how's this music on fucking loop for five hours? Like way better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, Uematsu is is the man, right, and it right. started here. Uh, they did. Did I tell you this, Jeff? They did a concert downtown at the. Did I tell you this? Yeah, was it the Black Mages? I don't know the answer to that question. Okay. I did. The, Nobu, but... Nobu, like I know him, like a first name basis. Uematsu will do. Uh, I, I think he like plays in the rock band. Like, oh no, of... yeah. He, so he wasn't there. So that that was the first thing I asked him. I was like, is the okay. is the actual composer going to be there for that? And there, the, the friend of mine that was going to know. Pretty cool that they're just out doing live fucking performances of this game. Yeah, there's a market for fucking nerds like us. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. But no, yeah, I was going to say it's the it's an interesting, like, functionality thing that, you know, when you go in, I don't know, when you go into a room on a map, the rest of the, you can see in the rest of the rooms, too. And then, like, it's a, yeah. weird, it's a weird functionality choice. And I don't know. If yeah, because the like, rooms are, like, hidden, at, like, behind, like, a, like, white. Right. And then when you open the door, like you can obviously see that room, but if you take a look around the screen, you can see other rooms. The rest of them, right? And I'm, I'm I gotta ca- wonder if that was like a programming error. Ex- exactly, or not even error. It's or probably, like a, like just like a, they probably didn't have the fucking power to manage exactly that. efficiency, right? Yeah, I'm guessing it's just a programming efficiency thing, but it is a, you know, it's definitely it feels like a shortcut that I'm not really a fan of. Um, and I don't know, going upstairs kind of, it's like the, it, the upstairs, I guess what I'm saying is the upstairs has the same vibe as going into a room. It kind of feels like the same thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just as far as how it looks, it's kind of got like, it's where you go into that all black backdrop for where you're walking at. You know, whenever you walk into a room, it has that all black backdrop, you know? Um, and up, upstairs is the same thing. Oh, I kind of like that. It, it kind of gives it a different 
different vibe to me. Sure. I, like yeah, no, yeah. background, you know? Right. No, yeah, I don't have a problem with that. My only problem with it is, is like I said, the, the thing seeing, you know, the, the rest of them opening it up, too, is, is, is the shortcoming there. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it having yeah. a, a contrast to it, but. Townsfolk chatter time. The guards by the entrance both say the king is looking for the light warriors. You do not happen to be them, do you? <laughs> well, just so happens. The a, a surf wandering in the northwest says Garland used to be a good knight until and it's just an ellipse. Ellipsy. It's fucking doesn't. No, you know. I don't know. What's that supposed to be? the cliffhanger? I don't know. It's like <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Tell right, me. Yeah. Tell me. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's a. You know, I gotta get it. I just, I, whenever I, the copywriting for these always fascinates me the idea of these people sit in a room and they make these choices about what the fuck you're gonna fucking bump into as you walk around this fucking huge game. And like, I don't know, something like that. Like, do you, you know, they just probably, they probably, I don't, I don't know if they thought it was so clever or like, you know, I don't know, we need to add some intrigue here, especially early on. And like, yeah, fucking, no, no, don't, don't finish that sentence. That'll really, that'll really knock, that'll really give us some fucking, you know, I don't know. Um, I liked that one, to be honest. I thought sure, no, yeah, I don't have a problem with it at all. It's just, like I said, it's just funny to me the little, the little tiny choices that get made uh, because it's a shortcut. Yeah, games. because like you you could flesh the character out, but like it's also Nintendo, and you're not even sure if anybody's going to play this. Thus, it's your final right. attempt. No, I um, bet my guess would be, and clearly we're talking pure conjecture here, is that it was written and they edited to this. You know what I mean? That they thought like this is like a writing tool to like yes add intrigue and like this person. This person is so intimidated by Garland that he, he didn't want to talk about it. Exactly, he doesn't even sure. want to. He doesn't even want to speak about him because of 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 what that might bring on to himself later on. You know what I mean? Like that's that's how that reads to me. A guard upstairs who is hanging out as far as humanly possible from the king <laughs> tells you reports say that Garland holds the princess in a temple to the northwest. So that's kind of like your what to do next person, really. Oh, that guard, if, if you if you actually just think about it, I, I actually did think about this. If you think about that, he's at the front of the castle. He'd be looking outward. Over that's there. true. That's yeah, true. So that's where you belong. Right. And I was I was just surprised at how, I guess, how little actual, you know, like the the, the uh, King Lorik has, is it two or three guards in his throne room with him? You yeah, he's I mean? got a couple wandering around. Right, right. And they didn't yeah. do shit either because the princess got kidnapped. So <laughs> maybe this king decided to save money on that front. <laughs> yeah, cut, cut. Well, maybe these are maybe those are the replacement guards because the first one's got taken out. Right. Yeah. Taken, I mean, know? it's been it's been what? How long is that? He's been up there for like four hundred years. Four hundred years. They've, they've yeah. I, I can't imagine pr the princess has been gone that long, but uh, they but this dude's been up here fucking hassling for quite some time. So I'm sure he sent a a warrior over there or two. You know, to to try to straighten shit out. All right. So that's it for the castle. There is a town inside the castle walls as well, and it's the town of Canaria. And it's a like a cute little mushroom shaped map as far as the layout of it. All the equipment and magic shops uh, in the top left, the item and clinic shops in the top right, and there's an inn by the entrance at the bottom. They always put the inn right by the entrance of the town, and that's like there's a lot of little things. That's nice. That yeah, exactly. That I will I I I have caught playing this you know from kind of our analytical fucking perspective relative to these past two that like their conscious understanding to like you know make this a little easier as far as functionality goes you know like i don't know if a little bit of learning occurred or just you know a smarter human being in charge of these things i don't know what the impetus for it was but there's a there's a, a, a number of things like that where there's like that's just a smarter way to do an rpg you know what i mean right. like you don't have to like, yes, it's not realistic necessarily for every single town to 
uh, you know, do their, <laughs> do their layout in that way, but it's an RPG who gives a fuck, <laughs> you know, and like understanding that concession is, uh, is a better choice than fucking, I don't know, whatever variance you think it needs is, is good. Well, more than likely you're running there to get to the end. You're like, oh, I've made it. Like, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Just good marketing. That's, that's very true. That's, you could also. Yeah, you don't want to wander around hurt and like right, right, bandages right. through the town square. Like, I need some help. Where <laughs> yeah, where's the inn? <laughs> Dragging your need... bloody ass to the center of town. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of center of town, there is a fountain center mass. As every old school RPG town map goes, you when you you can talk to it, you can interact with it. It says, "See your face upon the clean water. How dirty? Come wash your face," which is cute copy. There's also a stone well on the western side of town, and it says when you interact with that, this is a well. You might think there's something to it, but in fact, it is just an ordinary well, and that's also fun. The inn is 30, 30 gold a night. The black magic shop, all spells are 100, grand, or 100 gold here. Uh, they have fire, which is a single enemy spell. Fire damage, of course. Sleep, it's a group effect. Chance to put asleep. There's lock, which I don't think actually works in this game, Jab. What do you think about that? I don't think it actually um, works. <laughs> I don't know if it works or not. There, yeah, I, I mean, there are spells that literally do not work. I'm not exactly. sure if that's one of them. I think this. Oh, I feel no. like this. I feel like. Did this you is, buy it? Of I, course, I bought. I bought lock and lock two later on, and I'm wondering if they are worth it at all. So this. I, okay. Also wondering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot of broken ones. This, yeah, this is one. Can I look that up? I'm gonna look that up on the internet. Sure. Uh, so that's well. If it if it did work, it would be a single enemy attack or spell and it raises the hit chance percentage on them so it does not freeze them or keep them from moving it just makes them easier to hit on a percentage basis and the last one here is lit it's a single enemy and that's lightning damage and yeah uh jay whenever we played with spellcasters lock was always the one that we omitted <laughs> so uh, never, never made the cut now i don't know if that means i'm checking right now but right i just the other three just ha the other three just have more functionality in my mind you know even if it does work, but agreed, agreed. We gotta, oh man, we gotta talk about some of these skills. I, I don't understand something with these skills, and I'm gonna ask it right now because it's been driving me nuts. Okay, what is the deal? Because we're we're talking about the skills we're right here in Corneria, right? After we've chosen our people, we can buy some skills if we have them. Some magic in the like. Do you have to be a certain level? Like, if I'm level two. Does that mean I can necessarily then automatically buy level nope. two spells? Nope. No. Yeah, com no, completely no, no. different things. And if you'd read the if you'd read the instruction manual, Jay, hmm? they, <laughs> they told you. But I didn't yeah. see that. No, no. What you need to do is so when if you go into your spell menu, uh, there is it. You know, it has your spells listed, and then on the right hand side, it has the like number of spells out of uh, remaining out of number of spells total available at max. It has that little ratio on the right hand side and if you if it's zero if the right number is zero you cannot use that spell level mm -hmm. you know what i mean and honestly individual like the red mage you know the white and black mage you won't because they can use any uh spell of that discipline so you won't see this with them but with the red mage you are there are certain spells you just period can't use and you uh, re, even though like you may you know you can use some black mage spells from level one but you can't use all of these. Like, I think, I don't know, level one might be a bad example because he might be able to use all those. But later on, there are spell levels where you can't get some of the spells. Like, it, it's usually the really powerful ones. Yeah, like, the Red Mage cannot use any harm spells, which I found out this playthrough. Okay. That, right. So, yeah, yeah, it's, and it's, I mean, 
I think, yeah, I mean, I think it just won't let you buy them. I, you know, so it's not like, you know, you, you piss the money but, away or find but it then out. The, the weird thing then is because I, I wonder if that's affecting my black mage then. Cause I am trying to get like, I can't remember what spell it was, maybe like fire three or something. And it won't let me buy, or no, no, not that one. It won't, it let me buy that, but it won't let me buy like the warp spell, which is also the same level as in. I'm like, why won't it let me buy this? Like, well, the black mage should be able to buy anything. That's the interesting yeah, question. But yeah, but it won't. Like, I, I tried it like three times and I'm like, what is going on? It's, here? you know, so, it's, it's that kind so of. So I didn't know if individual spells. Does that like, sound familiar to you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. warp spell. Something about the warp spell sounds familiar. Like, I think. I don't know. I don't have the exact answer, but that sounds familiar. Like there's a, there's some sort of nuance with the warp spell. That's a little tricky uh, or, or a little like, yeah, you have to be a little another level higher or some shit. Yeah, I don't I know. I swear man. there's something. Yeah. I can't oh, hey, so is. I looked up. Um, <clears throat> I looked uh, you know, this isn't in keeping with the spirit of the game necessarily what we're doing here because I looked it up and it's not in a book, but <clears throat> I looked up um, some of the spells and I see them, all of them that do not work. I'm not going to mention or how they work, I should say. Uh, I'm not going to mention how they all work, but for the fun of the podcast, uh, I did get some information on lock and lock two, uh, mm. which does not bode well for you because that they're listed is a problem. <laughs> uh, um, no, no wonder I don't so, use them, but I'm like, darn it. I feel like I will need this later and I've spent the gold on it, but what are you going to do? Well, I'll tell you what you're going to do. When you cast <laughs> lock, uh, it's always going to miss. That's, that's yeah. the bug. And what's better is lock two. When you cast it, instead of decreasing enemy evade by twenty percent, it increases evade by twenty percent. <laughs> <What? laughs> oh so God. that's truly it's, playing on hard mode. Yeah, and and uh, like how so, how do we you know how did we know that? How, like we, we didn't know we we there, didn't know that. There's there's no way we did we not, did not know, know it. that information specifically. But I but bet we just you didn't want it. We, we played it. Uh, no no I bet you we played enough that we just eventually discovered like this doesn't fucking this, work yeah this spell sucks <laughs> right like yeah, i yeah, guarantee you we just played that much that's hilarious yeah yeah we i mean yeah i just always i mean i can tell you the same thing i'll i'll, I'll, I'll i'd like to hear i'll wait until you tell us what you bought first jay just for the drama of it but uh every spell level and that's you know that's it's its own little interesting thing i think it's cool that it gives you this variance and you're, you can make choices that obviously style how you're going to interact with this world and play this game because you know if you don't have a certain spell that does a certain thing you're just you're you're walled off to that functionality of right. that character and that's that's a cool you know uh yeah. whatever and this Lo is like logic tree that you can you there's know. there's two things going on like I'm interested to see what Jay picks throughout the game just because uh, especially because of this lock and lock two thing uh, that's a prime example but also for me I only have a red wizard that's it or a red mage at this point. So, like, I have to pick from all the spells. I can only pick three each level. Yeah. And uh, it's I've, I found myself, like, making some interesting decisions almost immediately. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. The, the red mage, yeah, really. Yeah, that, that, of course, really pushes you. Yeah. On that front. So, from the... There's also the white magic shop here. It's also 100 gold per spell. And the offerings are Cure, which is a single ally spell. Recovers HP, of course. There's Harm, and that's a group effect, and it damages undead. And this is so clutch for early game stuff because there's so little group oh, effect yeah. spells, you know. And and, uh, especially like and those you, gut, 
those geists and and whatever the hell the other one is that you uh, spec whatever the hell they are that you uh, encounter early have paral- paralyzing effects and they can really fuck you. <laughs> so, yeah. You encounter a fair amount of undead early in the game. I mean, I guess throughout the game, but you know, early in the game it it, it stings a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. There is fog, and this is raised defense on one ally, and there's ruse, and this is raised defense of caster only. And which spell you have a white mage, right, Jay? Oh yeah. I have. Okay. Which ones did you buy? So my white mage, I bought uh, Cure, definitely, and I bought Harm. And then I came back later and bought Fog. Okay, that's. I think that's a smart one. Yeah, Ruse was always the one that we, we avoided. Although I think they're both kind of shitty. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure if that was like even helpful. So I was like, eh, like yeah. this feels like something that might be helpful later, but I, I don't know. And, you know, that's honestly one of the small shortcomings of this game, too, is, like, defensive buffs don't – it's not efficient turn-wise to use them, I don't think, as as much as you should. And, that, you know, that's honestly one of the the things I love about that Darkest Dungeon game, which is, you know, it's kind of the same thing, but obviously an incredibly more modern uh, iteration of, of this kind of turn-based thing. But, like, that game is – everything about that game is is predicated on you if you if you do not have the right set of buffs going for your guys you are fucked like it is it is a number one priority in the game and you know if you're going to bother to put these kind of spells in the game i think their their importance weight should be should be a little more you know it's it's not you don't really it's it's yeah it's just never efficient to use because you can't use them in advance of the battle too and that's part of the shit of it now like in darkest dungeon you can too you can you can kind of build your thing out before you get into the battle and waste that turn which i think is a more efficient way or a more a pleasant way <laughs> yeah. to, to implement to implement spells like this you know what i mean yeah that makes sense yeah uh so we have the weapon shop and that has a wooden staff and a small dagger at five gold each there is a wooden nunchuck owl jay not nunchucks <laughs> nun, nunchuck owl yeah we we learned that jab uh doing the shinobi episode nunchuck owl is actually the the i don't know the the more proper term for those nunchucks are just what dumbass white kids in America say after watching Karate Kid. <laughs> yeah, I certainly don't. I, I'm not super keen on my uh, nunchuck knowledge. <laughs> we learned nunchuck a lot. We learned, yeah, we learned a lot about uh, what else we learned. Uh, some shuriken stuff, I think. Yeah, we learned a bunch of stuff doing that. Uh, doing that game. There's also this is it's rapier, right? Rapier. Well, how do you how do you say that? That's what I was uh, going to say. Rapier is what I R- say. Rapier. And there's an iron hammer also. Those are all 10 gold apiece. And then we have the armor shop. We have the cloth at 10 gold, wooden at 50, chain at 80. And then the item shop has heels, piers, and tents. The clinic revives at, I think it's, I wrote down 100, but that's wrong. I think it's 80 per cadaver. It might even be less. Uh, I did not have to cure anyone at this point in the game. <laughs> so I was, I was kind of spitballing the townsfolk chatter available to you here. The Walmart, Walmart greeter says this is Kanira, Kaneria, the dream city. There's a chick just dancing alone around the fountain in the middle of town. I am Arlian, Arian, the dancer. And no, you are suffering dementia and probably homeless. <laughs> and, and your name is probably Becky or something. Not Arian. <laughs> There is a little boy in the northeast corner that tells you his, his home is Provoca, a beautiful port city far east of here. And why is that kid alone? Um, hundreds of miles away or however, whatever the, the distance scale is of that overworld map. <laughs> hey, he's, he's on a, 
uh, bartering mission from his family. He's making money. He's working early, man. Yeah, uh, putting a, put fucking getting yeah. a, a, his fucking first job. He's on the grind. His his Missler super value job <laughs> is Nina at uh, Watson Hardware. <laughs> right, right, right. And there is also a sage that tells you Lucan has skipped town to dap up his boys at Crescent Lake. And that is really all we have going on here. Do you guys, did you guys have any points of significance here in Canaria? Nah, nothing that special for me. <clears throat> yeah, not really. I mean, it, except that somebody told me to revive the power of the orb. So I was like, all right, cool. Let's go. Get right on it. Getting getting armored up, spelled up, ready to go. out of the safety of the Canary Castle Falls. There's only one place to go, really, and it is to the Castle Ruins on a peninsula to the northwest. They kind of railroad you right to the main attraction in here. He's Garland, I'm saying, is standing in the center chamber, blocking your way to the princess, who is surrounded by bats, which is, it's kind of like the bats are, they're just like stock. This is a, I don't know, you know, they put those whenever things get hairy in a dungeon. (laughs) It's like a very like their go-to design choice and you speak to him and he says no one touches my princess light warriors you impertinent fools i garland will knock you all down and that is a hell of a line of copy i love it impertinent is a great word exactly it seems like a weird word to me actually so i double check the definition in addition to meaning irrelevant it can also mean disrespectful so okay square i see you good job <laughs> yeah that was definitely good yeah, to me it's, yeah it's yeah to me it was more just like like you mean nothing as opposed to like you are being a bitch <laughs> <laughs> or you are a bitch rather so yeah i was i was impressed by that did you and, uh, did you real i mean I, I hate to interrupt but did you guys check the uh, the rest of the temple before you met garland I did not know. Yeah, I did not. I, I had it right in there. There, there's a little bit of treasure to be had here, is there not? Yeah, uh, there's, the, there's two locked doors and two unlocked doors, right? Correct. And the the left side of the temple is open, and the upper left you get a cabin and a heal potion, and in the lower left you get a cap, which is you know not not nothing at that stage in the game. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wish I'd have done that because I didn't get you don't you don't buy your caps until Elfland, right? Or uh, those provoca, I think. Provoke, provoca have the caps. Yeah, you're right. You're the the. Or maybe, that might be gloves. I guess I can't remember. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's. I think. Yeah, one's gloves, one's cap. We'll get there. But either way, uh, you don't have it yet. So, well, I had to do this. I, I I was level five when I came in here, so I was pretty op. So this garland thing. Well, was... hold on, time out. Your party is never gonna be op. <laughs> at, at this stage, I was op. At this stage, I was op. And yeah, with, uh, with with four all melee dudes, I was basically just hitting buttons and blankly zoning out the screen until things stopped moving again, and it was time to repeat. Like that's how that's how I dealt with Garland. Uh, how about you guys? <laughs> he's got a cool. So I guess we should talk about his sprite first. He's he's got a pretty cool fucking sprite. Yeah, he does actually. Yeah, blue armor, purple cape. Uh, you know, just in general, uh, I guess we haven't mentioned yet. This is obviously your first boss battle uh, of any kind, and they do a good job of like relative to like the sprite size is larger. They put it right center mass, you know what I mean, in the thing. It's not like they could have easily put that. It's like, you know, I don't know, kind of the building blocks of these battle screens. You know, you have your square, and it's essentially a 3 by 3 grid on the basis of the smaller enemy sprites. And then 
somehow that measures out to there's there's the bigger set of sprites that could fit four in that three by three box, you know, and that's a, a boss sprite is one of those but instead of being in the top left corner like a normal big sprite would be they put it right in the middle to i you know uh, sell that importance of it you know and that's mm-hmm. those are just small little design choices that are that are pretty cool i think and and, and a good job on their behalf. yeah and and this and the temple of fiends in particular well i mean i mean the, the, you have the, like the little uh the bars at the top you know above the enemies and above right you. right that are that are that match the the environment you're in those are cool too that yeah. you're in and yeah. this one actually is like honestly <clears throat> one of my favorites like it's really it's really dark and gloomy and like the the blue that they use for the pillars is really cool yeah right. I, I like this one i was not really cataloging them is that unique is, is that one you never see anywhere else do you think or is I that just think you might well i might kind of like it's like the castle ruin because you have other you know, like Northwest Castle probably. I'm curious. I, I can't remember if Astos is the same or not, but I bet it is. Yeah, I can't remember. Right. I got to take better notes. It turns out. <laughs> yeah, we all <laughs> we all do. Well, I don't know. I have how many how many pages do I have here for this this particular thing? Uh, only ten actually. That's yeah. That's actually quite light. So yeah, I need to take better notes. Carlos <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. is pretty whack though, man. Oh He's... no, I, sorry. Uh, Astos is different. Is it? Okay, cool. Good good job, yeah. Square. I, like, I dig it. Uh, actually, yeah, that's something before we go any further, just kind of like a, a break the fourth wall thing. How do you guys, we have never talked about this, funny enough, on any of these side quest things. How do you guys play? Like, how do you sit down and take your notes when you when you play for the, for the pod, for these side quests? For this one, I'm kind of going in order of what I'm doing, so... If I'm right, but but I mean, even but I just mean functionally, like, how do you what do you take the notes on? What device? How do you uh, like, okay. what what applications do you use? Because mine mine changed for this in a, in, a, in, a, in a good way because of some increased functionality on Google Drive that I don't think used to be there. And I was so happy about it. that's why I, what brought this to my mind. <laughs> oh, yeah, I use Google Drive for everything. So I have like a, a note section in there that I pull up side by side while I'm cataloging. For sure. And do you just do it on your phone or do you got a pad? No, just like, uh, so if I'm playing in the room, I have two screens, so I can just have it on the second screen and just kind of type Oh, yeah, you're playing on your laptop. Yeah, right. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but then, yeah, but then sometimes, you know, sometimes I use the my phone and just type notes out because it's quicker that way on the Google app. Word. Yeah. Um, mine's pretty simple. Uh, like, I mean, I don't know if this is exactly the question that you're asking, but I mean, I'll answer what Jay just did first. I just play, and then I have like a just piece of paper next to me, and I just write notes real quick. Um, oh man, you write it, man. That's that's wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Google Drive. Why does Google need to be involved here? You need you need to you need to order a moleskin or something. Then this, this is part of the problem. This is why Google has so much power. Is like you guys do everything on Google, as you say, and Google doesn't need to be involved for my Final Fantasy notes. Um, so I just take notes got, on. Then a, you got to type them out again. You got to write them twice in that case. That's why. Out. No, I don't. Oh, you, you work from it. Just so, read right okay. off of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. go bigger. Yeah. Writing. That's how writing works. That that's was the great. magic of it, you know, a few thousand years back when you even started doing that. That's, that's um, crazy. I just that's write a, down. That's <clears throat> absolutely crazy, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, that is surprising how, to me, too. I guess that's how human not, catalog knowledge, man. It's not you. surprising to me, Jay, but it is crazy. <laughs> Google doesn't need to be involved for everything. Um, And then specifically, uh, another thing, I don't know if this is the question you're asking, but I'm going to answer it. Um. The way that I play this game, essentially, uh, since I've got like school and shit to do, um, I just I just turn on the fucking the fast mode and I just level up 
you know, just like mindlessly level up while I'm watching like Star Trek or some shit. And then, um, and like fucking texting people on my phone. And then once I'm at like a level where I feel like I can complete the next phase of the game, then I slow it back down to regular speed and then I go explore all the towns and shit and take my notes. Right, right. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the same uh, thing I do. Uh, yeah, I'm listening to a podcast and I, I can't speed it up because I'm on a fucking NES, but that's that's kind of how I do it too. Uh, no, yeah, so, so I traditionally had been, so uh, like... With the with the main podcast, I do all the notes on my laptop, uh, and because usually I'm emulating the same thing like Jay said, you can just pop between the two. But with the case of these, I'm always doing this on OG hardware, so having my laptop fucking over there is just a pain in the ass. Oh, so mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with that. So I'd always because the Google Docs app did not really have good, uh, like you know, like I mean, you guys see the notes I send. Like I, I'm sure you would assume I'm highly anal retentive about just like literally the bullet point and the indentation structure of my notes. It helps me. Partly, it's not all anal retentive. Part of it is just literally, it helps me parse it when I'm fucking blathering here for three hours on these things. It helps me parse it as I go through it and mm-hmm. to have it properly indented and bounce back out and and over and yada 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 uh, and have the different icons for each fucking bullet point level and yada yada yada. So. The old Google Drive app, or the way it used to work, did not really have good functionality for that. And, and, and like, especially on my phone or even an iPad, either way, on a mobile, on mobile iOS, it just didn't, I couldn't take good notes, really, that I would want it to be properly formatted for the purpose of presentation here or recording. So I would literally make these, I would open the app on my phone and just write down like literally a, a, a shitty looking list with no, in- yeah, just throughout playing the thing and then i would have to come over to my laptop when i'm done when i've reached the stopping point and essentially pull that up you know on my laptop and then one by one work them into an outline that i can actually work from while we record and when i went to do that this time i just i opened the the document i uploaded my outline thing and then opened that document in fucking google drive and it had it like I was able to do indentate, like it just it allowed me to work the same way you would work on Microsoft Word, basically. I was gonna I was, say, like, why aren't you just taking these notes initially on Word? Word kind of organizes that shit for you pretty well. Sure, but yeah, the Google the the documents with very app, little effort. The Google the documents app though, on a mobile OS, it's in the cloud. Would, yeah, man. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it wouldn't let me. It, it did not have the same level of functionality. Right. Uh, when when I would open it there, so I would have to just you know again just make a shitty oh, list. Oh man, it's, so it must, I think you've been out of the loop, man. It's been like that for a while because I've I've used it for several, like on my mobile for probably probably at least six months ago taking notes. Okay. Well, I mean that's about yeah. the last time we did one of these fucking. It's, it's <laughs> been a while small. since we did Ultima, so that's very you know, that makes a lot of sense to me. But yeah, so I was I mean I like dude. <laughs> I was sitting on the couch. I think I, think I, I, think I just like I made like a, a giddy noise out loud <laughs> that I knew I had like literally cut. I don't even know how much time out of my preparation for this fucking podcast. So I was so fucking excited to find that was the case. And yeah, so essentially this morning, like I said, I, I sat down at like eight twenty-five and started porting over, like just just cleaning up those notes that I normally would have had to probably spend hours on to fucking to get to, to where I'm at. So nice tangent there. Okay, I was just curious how you guys did it. So after you drop the hammer on Garland, you can proceed to the princess. And also, oh, before if you talk to the bats, I you know interact with any of the 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 fucking the <clears throat> things that you can interact with. The bats say key key if you chat them up. Uh, it's just like K E E ellipsy K E E ellipsy. And 
Is it Lipsy or Lipsy? Lipsy, right? I think it's a Lipsy. Lipsy, right. So, sure. so you talk to them, they say that. And then if you talk to Sarah, she says, so you are the light warriors. Thank you. And then again, just like, I don't know, it's like a really bad job of this opening story. <laughs> like, that's yeah. Like, like, nothing. Like, like, get through the, get through the opening. Like, and then we'll get to the good stuff. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and honestly, I said that about the manual, how they like, you know, they, it almost, it felt to me like they were worried about the startup emotional cost of an RPG and they tried to fucking get through that part and get you going ASAP, like the character creation stuff. They're just like spent no time on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that is, you know, that is a decent little argument for why it feels this way. <laughs> yeah, Cause like later in the game, it's, it's, I'm not saying like, you know, this is like, you know, novel quality writing throughout the game, but like they don't, they, they give you more later in the game. Like exactly. Yeah, it gets various better, story sure. points. Yeah. yeah, it gets better. So yeah, she says that, and then you immediately teleport or teleported back to the throne room in Canaria. Which is also a really nice thing that plays into that theory that you just said. You exactly. don't have to walk your ass back. Exactly. No dumb shit if it's not necessary. Because later sure. on, you do have to walk your ass back. <clears throat> yep. So you are now in the throne room, and Sarah gives you her loot as in the musical instrument, not fat stacks of cash. And it's been it's been passed for she tells you it's been passed from queen to princess for two thousand years. That's a long time. And then the king thanks you. What's that? It's a long time for a wooden instrument. <laughs> yeah, that's they must right? do. She must she must really keep it oiled up. They must do a very good job of preservation. The king thanks you and then orders a bridge built over the channel to the north and commands you to go now and make the orbs shine again. And we've already covered how much human life was probably lost in that uh, expedient <laughs> building of a major fucking architectural feat. <laughs> and then everyone in the castle just thanks you for rescuing the princess now, except the surf on the first floor as far as townsfolk chatter changes. And that happens in most places. You know, the same thing in Provoco when you have like the major story point clicks over in that town, everyone else's dialogue thing changes so in this case everyone just thanks you uh, except for the one guy who says legend says or legend says that the loot can break the evil gate so that's kind of basically <laughs> it's interesting that like that's the only do the changes and he basically tells you a piece of information that you need to stow away for the remainder of the game right. <laughs> you know and he's like yeah now i gotta go build this fucking bridge thanks <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> see, you, see you later Everyone, everyone's on, what do you call it? Like fucking uh, all hands on deck. <laughs> yeah. So you step outside and there, step outside the castle, I mean, and there is now a bridge just to the north of the castle walls. So you are uh, going to be drawn to that because there was no oil, nowhere else to go anyways, if you explored at all before going up to the Temple of Fiends. And when you step onto the bridge, everything flashes at the screen and then an epic music cue fires up. We cut to some hot pixel art of the party silhouetted on a hilltop in the foreground, looking off at the castle in the distance. And a text box hangs in the sky above them that reads, And so their journey begins. What awaits the four, they do not know, each holding an orb that 2,000 years ago shined with beauty from within. But now, only darkness. Come, start your journey. Return the light of peace to our world. And then the credits roll as they would in a movie after the cold open. 
And uh, it's just, you know, we, of course, touched on this already when we were going through the manual, the Explorer's Handbook, but fuck, is this a good job. <laughs> yeah. I like the cold open feel. It's cool. Yep. For sure. For sure. I did all that, it, and now I'm level four to actually start the game. Okay, let's go. That's right. It gets me every time, too. Like, every time I, I step on that bridge, I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot, like, that we're going to do this whole thing. Yeah, and it's, it's so good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and the... And, you know, it's just... I mean, I don't know. The silhouette is not, it's not like, I'm not going to call it a concession because I think it, it's perfect for the vibe of this, of this moment. So, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, the same way you would commend a cinematographer for fucking, for getting the, the perfect shot to emotionally convey something in an actual film. Like, I think they, they nailed the same thing here within the confines of what an NES can do. So it's not even like it's a concession, I don't think, but like, it's such a good job of limited uh, pixel capability, uh, like just the the artwork, like the actual pixel. I mean, and honestly, you know, we we the, the it's one of the big like kind of behind the scenes stories for this game is how much work and effort and how good of a fucking job they did of implementing whatever that artist's name that did all the enemy designs and and then implementing them into pixel art. How great of a job they did of of that. So you know, it's not surprising at all that this is another example uh, of good art direction and good fucking pixel artwork, but. It's just, I don't know, it just looks so fucking good. <laughs> For 1990, it just looks so fucking good. Uh, and it's such a cool part of the game. So you pass over that bridge, and you are, if you're following the Explorer's Handbook, you don't have to go this way. But if you head straight north and go to the Cave of Matoya, and, and this is a super hard thing to say, and an autonomous broom. Bopping <laughs> <laughs> around outside her chamber, kind of Fantasia style. And right. you talk to this thing, and he, of course, says that T. Celez B. H. Sup, uh, a magic spell. And that is, of course, telling you how to bring up the overworld map. And that is a fucking, again, we, we spent time on it in the manual, but it's such a fucking cool way to give you this information. The fact that it's not in the fucking manual and they give it to you here this way is so fucking good. <laughs> it's so fucking The fun. fact that there's a map at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, fuck, man. Yeah. I mean, this, yeah, dude, jab. Holy fuck, how have I not thought of this? Is this, the, is this the first NES overworld map, like RPG-wise? I think it is. Yeah, I mean, certainly the first be, one right? that we encountered. I mean, one of the nerds and whatever you, the mediums that you guys can communicate with them through, they can probably, you know, cite that more accurately. But yeah, this certainly... I mean, on the, on the NES landscape, I mean, you know, fucking Jay and I are going mag by mag, man. Like, I, it, I, it doesn't, I, think, I don't think it happens before this. I, I really don't. So, yeah, that's fucking great. Like, yeah, really. and th there are moments where you could have used one in Dragon Warrior, too. Fuck yes, fuck yeah. yes, fuck yes, yeah. fuck yes. I mean, even even me, knowing everything I know about that game, I found myself going to the wrong towns a couple of times when we played through, so. Right. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah, and, yeah, and you know, honestly, that's probably such a... I'm sure it occurred to the Ultima and Dragon Warrior designers, but you know, well, of course, one you just have the, the basic limitations of those cards. But also, like I just think it's it's probably a very difficult thing to do with with sprites. You know, I mean, with with, with this level of resolution uh, and and fucking you know design power, like it's probably really fucking hard to make something that makes any sense. <laughs> you know? And especially to make yeah. it look as good as they made it. Like they make it, you know, it has like the fucking there's like an ornateness to it. It's not just some basic bitch ass thing. Like it looks good. You know, and they, they bothered to put the points of interest blinking and shit. Like, there's a lot of effort put into that. Yeah. And it, yeah the it's, blinking it's, helps a lot. So you're like, yeah. oh, that's definitely a place to go. Not just like a static map. I mean, it's a map, but 
the points of interest is like key. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So the you can only do that in the overworld map, but you can't like one mildly annoying thing is that you can't do it inside places. And I I mean, I, you know, I guess maybe that was a conscious or uh, deliberate choice, maybe to not confuse you that this is a map for where you're at. But anyways, inside her, because it's often like you'll talk to someone. Like I find myself doing it like I'll talk to someone. They'll tell me something. And I want to kind of think about what I'm going to do, plotting something out, and I'll just instinctually hit it, and it's like brings up that fucking the character. Yes, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I've done that so many times for the same reason, just because you can do that in other games. Like if I'm in Elder Scrolls and I'm in a dungeon, I can hit the map button and it'll show me the map of the dungeon, and then of course I can zoom out and see the map of the overworld. But that's you know current generation software, so I it makes sense here to not include that. So you move inside her chamber, and there are a ton of really cool decorative skulls. I love that design choice. And there's also a few more brooms in here. There's chests with a couple of heal potions and a pure. And, of course, Matoya herself. And if you speak to her, she's sitting behind this little desk thing or fucking table or whatever. And she says, where is my crystal? I can't see anything without it. Who stole my crystal? And uh, Which, you know, has the vibe of her just kind of ranting this nonstop. It's not really – it doesn't feel directed at you. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Like you walk in there and you just happen to hear her ranting mad. Right, right, exactly That's right. So. Yeah, yeah. It does not, it does not have a uh, deliberate feel to it. So that's all there is to do there. And uh, unless you just want to fucking, uh, I don't know, marvel at the brooms or something, you're going to head back out. And the only real place you can go otherwise is the town of Provoca, and it is eastward. And I saw my first ogre on this trek. Eek. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How did that go? <laughs> uh, probably ran would be my. Uh, I don't know actually because I think I think it was just the one, and you can deal with just one even even with a, a super low level. It's when you pair them with a bunch of creeps that you get you can they can really fuck you. You have to actually put a little strategy into it. So Provoca is on the water and it also has a town wall around it. And I'd say like kind of the uh, the design inside it has a more urban feel to it than Canaria does. It's not, you know, there's, there's, yeah. it's, it's all pavement and buildings. You know, there's no, there's much less green, I guess, is the most simplest way of putting it. There is water running through the perimeter, around the perimeter, rather, and through the middle of town, which is pretty cool, considered it's supposed to be this port town that has, you know, it's obviously meant to be a bit aquatically based, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> it's cool that they work that into the actual town design. Uh, so a little bit of yeah, Like I said, the, to- the towns are actually, they're pretty well done. Castle's kind yeah. of boring. It's still the same exact color. Like, I wish they'd fucking put a little more color into it, though, dude. It's so, yeah. It's just green and gray. Like, there's just nothing uh, else. You get, that. like, Crescent Lake, though, and shit. Like, it's a little different. <clears throat> but again, yeah, Crescent like Lake, it. it's, it's just, then it's just fucking green. Like, it's 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 either green or gray. Like, there's just no, I don't know. I wish there, I, it's, it, it's. I'm in Elf Town right now, and it looks dope. So. Yeah, I mean. I don't know, just like the simple the simple fact of Dragon Warrior having the 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 brick roads being like a different color contrast. Uh, yeah, Elf Town's a little green. Yeah. Like there's just yeah, there's rivers just, though. I like it. There's just, yeah, you just need I don't one more color set to give it a little more make it pop a little bit more. In any event, the there is a new economy to engage in. The inn is fifty gold here. The weapon shop has iron hammer at ten, short sword at five fifty, hand axe at five fifty, and a scimitar at two hundred. 
And this meant it was scimitar time for the frat bros, essentially doubling both damage and hit percentage, which meant I could eBay my rapiers, rapiers. How do we decide that? What's it pronounced? Uh, Rapier. Rapiers. And this reveals to you that the buyback rate is 50% in this game when selling. So five gold after paying 10 gold for the, for those. And that's pretty fair and equitable. It's not quite Ultima 80% level, but it's, it's kind of, I'd say the standard fair. That's what Dragon Warrior is 50%, I believe, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not bad. What, uh, what, what kind of weapon changes did you guys make here? So let's talk about this for a second. Let me let me take you back. Let me take you back. I'm level five. I'm just at Provoca. And I'm having fun, but I'm thinking to myself, wow, these mages are pretty pretty much hit or miss. Like unless I unless I can do use my spells to do damage, I'm doing one damage. Like if I use my oh, my man. weapons, like I don't understand what's happening. This motherfucker pissed away two grand right now, Jeb. Some multiplier of 550 for sure. I'm not sure what happened here. I I relied very heavily on, you know, that, I don't know, not the the Explorer's Handbook, but the map that you sent that had the the weapon list, the item list and all that. So I knew what you could wear, what you couldn't. Okay. The problem that I found is that I was not wearing anything no weapons yeah no armor uh, no nothing it tells you that time. it tells you and they, they even I capitalized know. the word i love they even capitalized the word i read it too and I, <laughs> I thought i was i thought i had equipped it and i was like obviously using my spells and doing damage so i'm like yeah i'm good like whatever Those but words. no man it was it was a struggle so at this point I put the weapons on. And I'm like, oh my gosh! It actually has even a different animation. It shows me holding a, a scimitar. It shows oh, me holding the battles. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Good point. We didn't mention that. That's cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I that, remember yeah. That every every enemy. Yeah, every weapon in the game has its own sprite in the battles. Like that's again just like a little detail that they took the time to do, and that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was freaking nuts. So at this point, I'm like, okay, I'm like super excited now because that completely changes the way I'm playing. The game, you know, literal game changer. Doing actual damage? Yeah, that's a huge help. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because now, yeah. And obviously, you know, being able to absorb more damage, especially. So, wait, so you were saying this. from the beginning, so you're telling me you fought Garland with. Yeah, I made it all the wow. way here <laughs> through level five with no armor, no weapons, you know, but my three mages and my dude are doing, they were doing damage. I mean, I was using heavy skills. Yeah, you got spells. What's your spells, Black mage, white mage, red mage, and a fighter. Uh, lots of okay. yeah, lots of magic before. You got that fighter at the top of the order, right? Oh, of course. The order is fighter. Of course, uh, you didn't even red equip mage, <laughs> Fighter, red mage, black mage, white mage. Okay, okay. But yeah, so now That's I'm where nice. now I'm using a. At this point in the game, at least I'm when I'm here, I get the scimitar. So I have the scimitar in my with my red mage and he's still a lightning damage guy otherwise for spell so spell wise he's all lightning for the most part but he has a simmer scimitar so he's great with uh melee damage as well mm-hmm. so my yeah. fighter i think i still have the iron hammer at this point with him maybe i switch to a scimitar i can't remember which one is higher um and then the other two i think i have small dagger on the black mage and then a wooden hammer. staff Oh, the, you got the staff for the white mage. I think the hammer. Right. I mean, oh, later use... the later I I have like a silver hammer like later on, and that's so much better. But at yeah. this point, yeah, 
word. That's uh the I don't know, man. The the na- the naivety and innocence, Jay, is yeah. is so enviable and and and, <laughs> and 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 beautiful. It's just so beautiful. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> um. What mine? Mine's very simple. I had uh since since I only have two characters and I'm leveling up at like I think three. I think I'm playing the game three times faster when I level up. Um. I got wait, the dope. Wait a minute. Hold on. So you're. Let's back this up for a second. You are legit going with two characters going forward. I thought you meant like you just had two characters at the moment. Like you're only playing forward with two. Correct. And I'm gonna do wow. the last I'm gonna do the last dungeon with only one character. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh so you what 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 that means is like I don't have to spend money on equipment or uh yeah, dude, spells have, for my other I two have. guys. Guys, I have so much money. <laughs> you're gonna have, like, money's never going to be a problem. You're going to have nothing to spend it on. I have nothing to spend it on. I have maxed out fucking heels and pures, and I, mean, I can just buy houses for the fuck of it. Actually, right. yeah, I, that's not, yeah, I'm actually, these that's guys are actually, do. yeah, these guys are actually going to turn into fucking house flippers. That's what they're going to do. They're not going <laughs> to be hoarders. <laughs> yeah. Every item. I'm going to flip should... houses. I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not going to, uh, adventure. Uh, yeah, I'm not what's what not reignite, but uh, I'm not gonna enlighten. What the fuck's the word with the orbs? I'm not, I'm not gonna light the orbs up. I'm just gonna flip right. houses. <laughs> That's what those guys are gonna be good at because they're bad fighters. Right <laughs> yeah, they're terrible adventurers for sure. Um, so yeah, I, I have so much money at this point. I can just buy the dopest shit always. So at this point, I've got a uh, short sword and iron armor and gloves and wood shield uh, for the fighter, and then um, I think I, yeah, I bought a short sword as well for the uh for my red mage yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, it, early on red mage and the, and the fighter are essentially doing the same shit oh, yes yeah. Yeah. i also awesome. found out that um the chainmail armor that you get literally in uh corneria is like a top three armor for a red mage throughout the entire game so yeah. that's not great that is not great <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh and um it's bet it's better than a fucking thief though i'll tell you that we should probably talk about we should probably do this throughout the podcast, right? Talk about the spells and shit that we have at various points. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. When we hit the mu- the magic shops, I mean, I'm I'm essentially okay. Hey, I want to go through them. Gotcha. Uh, so that's the weapon situation. There's also an armor shop, of course. They have the wooden armor at fifty again, the chain at eighty again. They introduced the iron armor at eight hundred, which is a big commerce step up, and then the wooden shield at fifteen, gloves at sixty, and there's no shields for thieves, but everyone else can use gloves, so I cop those for the thieves. And I don't know, you guys want to go through your your armor situations? I think I just did, right? Oh yeah, you did. Jay, did you talk about your armor? Yeah, I think I still have. Uh, did I write it down here? I don't think I changed it up too much here. I think I have the the chain uh, for both the fighter and the red mage. And then cloth, both cloth for the other two. Right. You didn't splurge for the iron armor for the fighter? Um, yes, I did. I did get that. Oh, wow. No, okay. I, de- I definitely did splurge for the iron armor. Yeah. Word. So we have magic shops here, too. The, uh, the spells are all 400 gold apiece for these. At the black magic shop, we have ice, which is ice damage, of course. And it does the full enemy party. And, it's, and that's an interesting little thing, too. It's a little nuance. The ice is always one bump up over the lit and fire spells like it's always the next level so it's usually a little better than the other two even though it's like 
the same, you know, by name, the same level as the as the fire and lit one. So that's kind of an interesting thing. I think that ice is a little more powered up. And then, and obviously, enemy party like that's just a, at this stage of the game is such a huge fucking difference between one enemy and then the whole party. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, <laughs> ma- massive step up as far as um, utility goes. And then we have dark, and that surrounds with darkness is what it's listed as, and that's an enemy party spell. We have temper, and this is increases weapon value on one ally. We have slow, which lowers offense on the full enemy party. And again, I what's which what 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 did which one did you omit here, Jay? So I have ice for both. I think I have ice for my black mage and for my um, red mage. They both have ice. Um, but that's it. I didn't use the other. I didn't get the other three at all because I don't see the point in them. Really, mm. that is yeah. that is that is such a commerce-minded choice. I mean, uh, I I considered. Don't get me wrong. I considered temper and I considered dark. And I think I may have even bought dark and just don't use it, and it just sits there. But yeah, I only really use ice from level two. Okay, okay. Jab. I think temper doesn't work. I think it's one of the ones that doesn't work. Uh, I'm looking at the list right now, <laughs> and temper. Uh, what it says that again that it's listed as a problem. Uh, it says does not work at all. <laughs> How do I know this, dude? How do I know this? I How know. do I know this? There's it's crazy. Fucking, maybe we called like the game counselors or something. No, man. We just that this is just pure fucking childhood intuition, dude. I fucking yeah, yeah. No, yeah. We uh, we always ice dark and slow were the ones though that. that uh, I always copped out of yeah. this. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Jay. I can't like that. To hear you leave a slot open like that, like that makes every fiber of my being stand mm-hmm. up on end with like. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> but I'll say this. I'll say this. If you're gonna leave a slot open, I found uh, level two spells to be kind of the worst, especially yeah. black magic. The, the, yeah, these yeah. these aren't great spells. Yeah, you, well, those are you know, those are again. I mean, I already said it. It, it, it. Buffs or debuffs on the enemy side are just not that. They're just not that useful. It's it's not efficient in in most mm-hmm. cases. I mean, you know, there might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Fucking lowering the offense of Astos because he's casting fast constantly. Maybe that's a good strategy that you know we just didn't. I don't think we actually implemented jab, but that doesn't mean it's not a good idea. You know what I mean? Right. So like, so it, it could be that this is more just a philosophical preference that's leading me to feel this way about, about the buffs. And maybe, you know, maybe we will have, uh, um, a great deal of vitriol from the listeners when, when they hear <laughs> that, that, we, that we play that way, but that's very possible for sure. But that's, the, yeah, wait a minute. I that, that is fascinating for, to, to me to hear because my philosophy when it comes to mages, especially, you know, my black and red ones, is maximum damage at all times. Like, I'm not going to care about debuffing. I have not found that to clearly work reliably, you know. So I'm I'm like, with red and black mages, we're going all damage. So when I looked at level two, I said, ice, all right, that's 2080 damage. The other stuff, meh, moving on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's like, so like dark, in the case of darkness, which is probably, I don't know, I don't know. Actually, slow probably has a little more utility, but like, yeah, what, what, you know, surround with darkness. So essentially, they're blinded. So I'm sure their hit percentage goes down. Is theoretically what would happen if that spell works. I don't fucking know. But if it does work like that, you know, how much is that really gonna, you know, it's just the idea of, well, 
sure, that's great if they hit you less. That's a great idea if you're going to be in a long battle with this thing. But like yes. in most <laughs> cases, you're trying to kill these things within, you know, I mean, you know, the when you're grinding, the longest a battle is going to go if you're not some impotent ass four thief party like me is what, three, four turns? <laughs> so like yeah. that's the goal. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, you know, what what's the to 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 remove an attack turn out of that 12 times that you're going to attack in that battle like what's it's just not the the the, the cost benefit ratio is, is shit you know so yeah it's just tough to really find utility with those i think so moving on to the white magic shop the they have lamp and the pack and chart says this recovers hp for one ally I think it removes blindness is also is kind of like, I think that's what that, I don't it know. It counteracts dark. Yeah. Okay. Right. So we have mute here. Also, this silences magic users. That's an enemy party spell. There's a lit, and this is a defend against lightning attacks, full party. And there is invisible. And this raises a defense on one ally. Which one did you omit, Jay? Um, so I want to tell you, I only use a lit on this one. Mm, only only be and in, even that one like i don't know how helpful it's been because i don't know how many enemies that i've encountered and i've been grinding are actually doing lightning damage and right so, yeah that's yeah lightning yeah. damage is more of a later you're gonna see that more later particularly when you get into the water temple or water whatever dungeon that that's a problem yeah. <laughs> but honestly I mean, by, but, but, but that one i didn't get the other ones at all i think you'll be using a lit too probably by then and in which case there is a second level of that right jeff uh, ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, I, I think there is. I think there is. is. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check. Not unless he's not listed in this manual, and there's more than level eight. Okay, then maybe that's purely yeah. bullshit. Then, uh, all right, then. Yeah, so, I mean, then it it will have utility then. Um, okay, lamp is the one that I would omit from this. Yeah, right. I actually on my red mage, I didn't get any of the black uh, spells here. I went invisible, which is actually a pretty good spell. Yeah, um, invisible is useful for sure. Yeah, I got invisible, outlet, and mute, so I didn't get any of the. I didn't even get ice. Yeah, mm. I would definitely. Yeah, mute, you know, again, it's like I don't feel like mute. Theoretically, sounds like well, no, check that. You can mute the fucking wizards, for example. Yes, and, and wax mute that is legit and works. Yeah. Oh, really? You can mm. remove. You can remove. And actually, speaking of lit, a lit be fantastic for. The wizards also because they use that lit two spell. That's a that's a group effect on your whole party. Correct. So if you, a, a lit I don't know, man. I've I've used it with wizards, just thinking naturally. Hey, wizards in a lot of games that I played have, are lightning dudes. So let me throw in the lit. Like either I haven't seen it in effect, or I haven't seen that they use lightning attacks yet. Maybe they use yeah, them they, later on. Oh, <laughs> believe me, I fought them more than once, and they certainly <laughs> they they certainly do. That is honestly, that's the only. It's weird. It's kind of stupid to me how little magic the wizards use and have. Yeah, a lit or rather lit too is the only spell I think they cast, and and they also the, hit physically like a truck. Like exactly, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like right. Exactly. Yeah. They are much more melee focused. I think, mm. uh, which is weird because yeah, wizard suggests otherwise. Ah, so that's fun. The item shop has the same shit as the Canary one, plus cabins at 250 per. And then the clinic is here too. And I, so yeah, so the first one is definitely not 200 and it's less than 80 because an ogre would soon teach Todd that it costs 80 gold to revise, <laughs> or, 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 or rather to revive here in Provoca. 
Hmm. So I'm guessing it's probably 40 in that first town, which is crazy cheap to me. <laughs> wow, an ogre. Wow. So townsfolk chatter here. There's not much to be had pre-pirate foray because everyone's scared and hiding in their homes. So we have one Mohawk punk in the municipal park in the center of town that tells you the town has been invaded by pirates. And there's another dude here that just cries help. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so this is because there is that pirate peckerhead slumming around in the northwest corner. And even though I know better, so like to get to the armor shop, you have to like kind of, you know, there's like he's standing in this little three by three area in the northwest town or northwest part of town. And you know, it, it, you have to talk to him to initiate the battle. I've played this game a million times. I know that. But when I walk by that motherfucker, I'm uneasy. Trying to because <laughs> you have to go, you have to, you know, basically touch him to get to the armor shop before if you you know if you want to do that before you battle him, which of course you do because you want to get the gloves. So yeah, like every time I walk by him, even though I know he cannot initiate battle, I am still like <laughs> Like in a little bit, uh, yeah. <laughs> Side eyeing him for sure. Yeah, for sure. So he is wow. Beaky, Bikey, B I K K E. Yeah, BK. Okay, I can I can roll with that. The pirate. And once you do roll up on him, dragging your mink on the floor, he starts spouting at the mouth. He says, "I, I am BK the pirate, and surprised I am that you scurvy dogs have the nerve to face me, mates. Get those landlubbers, and." I would like to ask both of you to give me that last line in your best pirate dialect. Jay. Get those land lovers. <laughs> Jeb. I mean, mine's not going to be a lot better. Get those land lovers. Are. Right. <laughs> here's, here's the funny thing about that. Arg is not there. You guys both added that as the necessary uh, modifier. <laughs> That's what that's what pirates yeah. say. That gone. We have, everybody knows it, man. Right. But it's just funny pirate, be, you don't say it. Yeah, but it's funny to me that you guys didn't think it had the it didn't have the pirate vibe without without that. It's, it's Which funny. like with <laughs> accents for like if you do accents for things like you want you got to set yourself up a little bit. You know, like if you want to say a Russian accent, you just got to like say certain things to like get your mind in that. Oh yeah, dude. I've, I've said I've said I think I I feel like it's something I mentioned maybe mentioned to you, Jab, uh, one of our really early pods. But when I the only I, I am horrific when it comes to dialects so you know i don't even i don't list them on my resume with the acting shit and right. like you know it's just not something that i'm even really reading we for. don't talk about it right yeah except for southern dialect i can do southern dialect mm -hmm. and you know i even took the time like i well check that i had to do a play early on jay do you remember this i feel like maybe you auditioned for it too or you, you definitely came and saw it probably but when i did that uh, not sure. I know exactly what you're talking about. Sherlock yeah. Holmes or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, I had to do a British accent that I, oh. I can't even imagine how bad it had to be. So bad. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> well, and there's just there's so many different ones too. Like it's not just like all British accents. Well, there's yeah, yeah there's Cockney oh, and then standard British are like the two kind of, <laughs> you know, that's like the in the acting realm anyways. And then there's the, also Scottish. Sure, that's a dip. Some someone would probably argue that's not in this data set that we're discussing, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, in any event, yes. So I, I did that once, but I don't consider. And I like I bought the the I went to the drama library, Jay, and bought the fucking the those books with the CD where you know you sit yeah. and just repeat shit to yourself. And I remember doing that on fucking loop uh, forever at that apartment on fucking 145th <laughs> or 148th or whatever the fuck it was, 152nd. Uh, to get ready for that. But really, I would say the only thing I actually can do is Southern dialect. And I remember I had to do this. 
I auditioned for Jason Street, one of my first auditions. I auditioned for Jason Street on Friday Night Lights. And the the audition scene, and I've never watched that show in my life, so I don't know who these characters are. I don't know their names. I don't know shit about that show. And so this is not this is purely from me recalling this thing in my life is the only reason I know this <laughs> chick's name. But the audition scene was with the girl, this girlfriend, I'm assuming, and the I think it was the opening line of it was like him. It was almost like rhetorically saying it in the room with her. He goes, I love Lila Garrity. And like that, I when I need to do a Southern accent, which isn't very often anymore, but back when I would need to do one on occasion, I would say that line to myself out loud mm-hmm. to like get myself into the mode. I love, <laughs> I love Lila Garrity. And like literally that's all I have to do. And I can, I love Lila Garrity. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's, it's weird that that just saying that alone can, can just like click your mind over into, into doing it. Dialects are weird. People who are good yes, at it blow, are. blow my, blow my fucking mind. <laughs> yeah. Blow my fucking mind. Anyhow, you are then in battle with uh, somewhere between four uh, four to five to nine. Uh, I'm not sure if four or five is the low low number, but um, you can definitely get up to nine a full screen of them if you really uh, have a have a bad roll. And that's exactly what I got the shittiest draw. But <laughs> <laughs> but actually, funny enough, a level five thief wielding a scimitar wastes these fools with one hit. So I was I was still pretty cake for me to to beat these dudes. What about you guys? How did your how did your pirate battles go? Uh. Pretty easily. I mean, I had, you know, at this point I have lit, I have fire, I have ice. My dudes have scimitars and hammers. I mean, yeah, not not a tough fight at all. Wasted them. What level were you? We were at five, I think, at this point. Jab, what were you rolling into? Oh, God, I can't even remember. I, I was nine, and they all got smoked. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I, I'm sorry, I wasn't level nine. I, I can't remember what level I was at, but uh, I got nine of them, but they were oh. all smoked easily. Yeah, it's actually not a hard battle. I mean, we would have a hard time when we were younger with it, but it's really not that hard. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm guessing that we just did not level enough, you know? Like, I spent... Exactly. You're just, like, trying to go to the next thing. You're just right. trying to move, move, move. Yeah. So after you kill those dudes, Vicky, a, with his peg leg between his legs, concedes, okay, you got me. Take my ship. <laughs> it's, it's funny that he, like, I don't even know you got a ship, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. You started a bar fight. I was just finishing it. I don't know, man. <laughs> It's funny that he just like goes to that level of like fuck, just don't fuck with me, dude. Whatever, take whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I feel like if you got in like a confrontation with somebody at a bar and they were like, "All right, man, just take my car." Like, I don't know. <laughs> right, yeah, it's not that important, dude. Yeah, very extreme. And if you talk to him again after that, he says, "I won't be any bother, any more bother." I promise. Which sounds like a really bankable statement coming from a pirate. And then the townspeople then emerge from their pads to start mingling again with him out of the way. So we have a second townsfolk chatter sesh to go through. A nearby maiden to him says the elves live across the sea. Matoya's herb is the only thing that will wake their prince. Linking those little narrative nuggets for you. And then a sage on the other side of town says, I have escaped from Melmond in the west. My town is in trouble. Please help him. So, you know, that kind of those those essentially give you like what are you what are you going to go do now like they kind of like set up those things for you and give you your your data points to to get to and a this i was reminded of this here and this harks back to one of the things we talked about earlier a really fucking nice thing this game's code has in it if you are stuck in a bottleneck behind an npc and want them to get out of your fucking way walking into them rushes their movement 
and Dragon Warrior and Ultima do not have this. And holy fuck, is it a nice little thing? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To get the fuck out of the way, I'm trying to get through here. And yeah, they will. They literally walk. You know, there's like their yeah, their animation frame is like well, I don't know whatever two seconds normally if they're un, if you're not fucking with them or near them. And if yeah, if you're if you're walking into them, they do it. I don't know every half second. You know what I mean? Which is fucking great. It's just such a quality of life improvement in a half. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. So good fucking job, Square. And like, I love the idea, and this is just me, you know, I don't know, hoping it went this way. There's no way to know. But, like, I love the idea of them sitting around and playing Dragon Warrior and being, like, I love the, you know, because, like, we're gamers and we fucking play these things. And like, we have these bitches and we have these gripes. That's why we do this podcast, essentially, just to get this shit off our chest. <laughs> <laughs> and, fuck, I love the idea of, like, you know, they're definitely gamers, too. You would think and hope. I guess it's not always the case, maybe, with these developers. But uh, you would hope that they are. And they're sitting there and they're literally, like, they're playing Dragon Warrior before they just make this game. They're like, I fucking hate that. And they're like, we're going to make it. When we sit down and make their game, they're like, we're going to fix that fucking thing. Yep. You know what I mean? I just love mm-hmm. that that level of, I don't know, just fucking control over your domain is fucking and cool as fuck to me so yeah when i make my game it's not going to be like that right yeah i love that thought so yeah so now you have a ship available to you and it awaits in the port outside of town and this baby hauls ass compared to walking <laughs> so it's four yeah. times faster like the manual says and yeah it is so much fucking faster but it does change the enemy set available to you. We have uh, enemy or seafaring based enemies. Specifically, we have sharks, sahags, odd eyes, and kaizokus, which are the pirate dudes. And they're a pretty imposing jump in difficulty right now. Like a shark and a couple of sahags, you can, uh, at level five anyways, you can not, not, not deal with your running from them. <laughs> Lit so. very valuable, though. Lightning spell, very valuable yes. on the sea. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you saying you're running from them right now? What? I, yeah. Uh, head down four to, thieves, dude. Yeah, I got four thieves, dude. They, 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 <laughs> that makes sense. I'm like, I immediately went in the water, fought some say hags, red say hag. I was getting gold. I was pretty happy. Like, wow, this is I yeah. love. No, yeah, dude. Yeah, they, you can they, make some money out there too. Yeah, we'll we'll get to it when we get to the be, the the best year annals. But yeah, the fucking the the kaizokus are clutch for for gold stacking if you need that. Bestiary annals time, and because there are so many enemies in this game, to its credit, I think it would be both boring, tedious, and much too time-consuming to cover all of them. So I think the more responsible and and reasonable approach to this aspect of the side quest is for each of us to, each episode, pick three from the enemy offerings that we encountered over the course of the play for this for this episode. So, uh, Jay, what, which ones do you got? What three do you got? So, <clears throat> the ones that I chose were really ones where they made an impression upon me as I sailed upon the seas in my newly found ship, uh, for the most part. So, first was the Iguana. Uh, you hit that bad boy, you get 153 XP and 50 gold on top of it. So, usually... They're found in like batches of six, so I'd drop like a lit on them and be pretty nice. Iguanas? No, iguanas. Iguanas. Iguanas will get batches of four at most. Four? No. Yeah, the, I got, yeah, the, I got six. Okay, well. yeah. Tell what, me. What, 
are, are you yeah, are you say, what, what, say that are iguanas like the things that like potheads have as get high in tanks in their rooms like <laughs> blowing weed smoke into like the big the lizards that are pets iguanas right that's what you're saying yeah. yeah that's what i'm saying but i don't think that's the right one now that i'm talking about that i don't think that's what it's called yeah no iguanas are purple and you're definitely only i was gonna say because I, I i was using those as to grind against outside yeah of, when I, uh, I, was, I mean i definitely ran into those bad boys though yeah when Ooh, i was doing my provoca grind i was because you only get they were one of them and they were rather like they're relatively um non-threatening i would say offensively but they were worth quite a bit of experience for and at any time like anything that has like a little bit of value to it and there's only one of them especially for a party of thieves it's mm -hmm. very attractive grinding material <laughs> scarier than they were you know what i mean it's like oh man you got some big purple thing and it's yeah. not really that hard it's a cool sprite like, too actually it is yeah especially because yeah it does it's like one of those you know, you have this like obviously, like I just described, like the, you know, they're green reptiles, the that you know are big lizards, and it actually looks like a purple grasshopper. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, interesting. I don't know. You know, is that just a loss in translation thing, or was that like a conscious choice? I wonder what went into that, as far as design goes. You know, but yeah. So that so that is the what what's the what's the verdict? That is what you're thinking, or was it? Is there no, something? no, no. For some reason, I don't know why that was. I don't know why I wrote iguana down. But what I meant was the say hags, those things that you find under the water. Mm, Word. Okay. okay. So that's what and I actually said. I, I thought it was weird that you said iguana <laughs> and you talked about sea right before that. I thought that was weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My, mistake, my mistake. So decidedly less XP and gold at 30 and 30 but at the same time again those you would find in batches of six and right. pretty much whack them underwater <clears throat> there um, yes as long as they're not paired with the sharks they're pretty they're pretty easy to whack yeah yeah, yeah. and then like the the red say hags as well uh, i would run into the a couple of those at a time usually be like four of the regular ones and then like one or two of the red ones which yeah. considerably harder 105 and 105 of each but uh yeah, still, still get whooped with lit underwater. That's the cool thing too. I I like that it does. So a a lot of the enemy groups will do that. You'll have like the wolves, for example. You'll have like two of the the gray or great, whatever it works out to wolves, and then four of the orange regular ones. You know, so like to me, it's like the they're like the alphas of the group. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, you'll you'll get that with the bones in the marsh cave. You'll have the one red bone, and then four or five normal ones you know and it's just right. a, it's, it's just a cool party composition choice that you know like it makes sense it's not just a random assortment of things yeah, it gives it like a little bit of like a like an actual feel of like a hierarchy or something right exactly exactly word so sahags and so also the <laughs> i love so it, it we're, let's uh when we, when we go through these I, I realize i didn't i didn't present a format so yeah so let's do their hp count their average attack point range, and then what weaknesses or special attacks they have. So essentially, that entire little box from the from the the thing, and then also their XP and 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 gold award uh, awarding when you kill them. So just so we cover the numbers of this, because I'm a math freak. <laughs> yeah, all right. So the Sahags are, uh, you get 30 XP by defeating them, um, 30 gold obtained by defeating them. They have 28 uh, hit points. And then 10 to 20 is their average attack points. Attack point range. Yeah, naturally, naturally weak against lit because they're water and lightning. I, I love that. I love that the effects mean something in this game. Yeah. You know? And it's huge, too. It's a huge part of this game. The strategy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
And that, yeah. yeah, especially because the whole narrative is based on those elements too. It's yeah, if that would have been a broken part of this game, that would have really fucked it. <laughs> yep. Uh, next oh. up with the red ones, they have uh, 105 again, 105 of each um, XP for defeating them, as well as gold, which is nice. And then um, 64 is the monster's hit points, um, and then they hit for 15 to 30 each time, which is a so. big, big jump. <laughs> <laughs> A tad, a tad bit tougher to defeat. Yeah. Um, and then I would say the last one that I saw pretty, pretty often, um, green ogres. Uh, mm. That one you get two eighty two yeah, XP for defeating, and then three hundred gold. So I'd love running into these bad boys. Mm, um, but yeah. they have one hundred thirty two hit points, so you got to hope for some crit because they hit back twenty three to forty six damage wise. So yeah, that will wreck your ass. Yeah, yeah they're trying to take I love that sprite too. You know, the ogre is cool. The normal one is cool looking, but it it lacks like that when they when they we had those enemies with that palette, like that kind of like cream reddish pink palette. It's like it looks very muddled. The green one looks yeah. looks looks much cooler though. It's like it's just a better contrast. You know, it looks very cool. Exactly. Yep. yep. Word, <clears throat> Jeff. What are your nominees? Oh. Your 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 anal nominees. <laughs> I did the uh, one the the one that I liked running into because uh, I found them fairly easy to defeat was the Kaizoku mm. on the sea. Uh, they have fifty hit points. Uh, they hit for fourteen to twenty eight. Uh, I don't know if that's damage or attack power or whatever. I don't know if they, they did that to my fighter, but I think I think it's the, I think it's damage. <clears throat> okay, uh, you get sixty experience for them and one hundred and twenty gold. So that's. Uh, Mad money, yeah, they are great. For yeah, that's a lucrative one. Um, it's it's also, so it's it's so hard. Like I feel like they, in turn, are the most seldom encountered sea enemy, though, and it's frustrating in that regard. Yeah, they're not very common. Yeah, comparatively. Uh, and I I I'm I'm gonna do the odd eye here too out on sea because uh, I just the, the fucking sprite is so cool. Um, they uh, they're these big like you know one. It's like two eyes like attached to like tendrils and shit. And one's right. one eye is like much bigger than the other. Um, very easy to defeat though, uh, and not worth a whole lot. Ten hit points, they hit for four to eight, uh, forty-two experience from ten gold, although they can stun you. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah, and, they, cool. and and I don't feel like you know, like so many of these things you can either draw parallels or like a direct ripping of <clears throat> you know, common fantasy fucking bestiary entries you know what i mean and i feel like the odd eyes are like out of you know i don't i've never seen that anywhere else kind of like its own shit right yeah which is cool of course um my third one was the zomble oh did you account i haven't encountered one of those. i forgot about those but i can yeah. i can immediately picture them <laughs> but you guys like i know the listeners are out there like i wonder if they're going to talk about it yeah you guys don't know about the peninsula of power Oh, is that what they're talking about? I thought he was. I thought that was because uh, Alan Paquette, who who was uh, the the fucking guy who fucking essentially carried me through the Mike Tyson fight on the stream. Uh, he he's been uh, popping into the chat <laughs> quite a bit about this game, and fucking he he point he suggested that for the for the grind, and I thought he was talking about that that patch of grass next to Elfland. I thought that's what that was. No, no, no. This what are you the peninsula. About? So the peninsula of power is um it's northeast of Provoca. 
it's kind mm-hmm. of like in an area of the map like you would never if if you know you how to play the game like to. we you would there's no reason to go there um but just like in dragon warrior this game like you know the enemy distribution is on like essentially like a grid and at certain points in dragon warrior like before you even cross the bridge you can encounter an enemy that will be from beyond that bridge so this game's just like that and this peninsula that's northeast of provoca has it's just like that like you get enemies from like uh Late, late game. Uh, this is like near, like, uh, what the fuck do they call that place? Like Leaf, Leafen, the, right. the Fian or whatever. Which is late as fuck in the game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so you, and there you can encounter, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you can encounter Zombles, uh, Tyrannosaurus, uh, just oh. called Tyros, I think, uh, Frost Wolves, and Trolls, I believe. Oh, and also Giants. Heavy hitters, Giants. Well, you went up there already? Oh my gosh. Well, I didn't go like up. Anywhere, I mean, it's it's very near, provoca, it's very yeah. near provoca. Yeah. Um, it's essentially it, just a broken part of the fucking enemy map, you know, thing. Right, and these, I mean, these guys are fucking, they're tough. Like, I mean, yeah. like for instance, Josh, I don't know that you could ever, no, literally I, I could ever <laughs> use this area. Yeah, no, there's, I would get waxed. You would get under a giant. Uh, one giant would just destroy <clears throat> these fucking losers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I did some leveling up there. Uh, once I got, and, and even I got smoked a couple times. I had party kills there because um, you would just get fucking murdered. Um, but yeah, the the one that I found, yeah, and the zombie, the sprite is cool. It's just like a zombie, like fucking Purple minotaur. Light. Uh, they're like greeny, blue, yellowish thing. Okay. Um, but they are undead. Uh, they have 224 hit points. They have 40 to 80 attack power. Uh, they are worth 1,050 experience and gold. And so do they only? Yeah. Do they have more? I don't know if it says that there. Do they? Are I feel like those those like you know horse the, like those kinds of enemies usually have multiple attacks too. So you're talking 40 to 80. In in the event they have multiple attacks, uh, they'll do forty to eighty like two hit, you know, and you'll fucking yeah, like, yeah. get that twice, you know. So uh, that shit can really stack fast. Yeah, yeah what I'm seeing here, I don't see like you know how many attacks they can get on you, but right. yes, that is absolutely true, and that's what resulted in my total party kills a couple times. Right. Um. But yeah, like if you and you encounter like you know you might find like two of these and like a troll, and if you can work your way through that, you're talking you know uh maybe three thousand experience and then that only gets oh, split. that only gets split two ways for my party yeah that's hot as fuck yeah so like i would fight one and fucking level up and like three fights later i get like you go from like level eight to nine. Oh, i'm so fucked with these thieves the yeah. <laughs> <Nice> problem <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah okay word that's fun yeah i dude fucking kudos to fucking al man he fucking when I posted that picture of that little patch of grass, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's essentially the strategy guy definitely points it out to me. And I was, I was going to get to that. Uh, so yeah, I'll just wait, but he, he, he did not correct me. So fucking kudos to him for not, for, for not being like, no, you idiot. You're yeah, not some, spoiling something. For you. Exactly. Which is fucking cool. I, I, I feel like I've heard that word before, but yeah, I always just assumed it was that thing. So I, I've never, yeah, I, when I first did, it, I was like, I'm going to level up. Like I went to a peninsula as I look back at my living room to see, the map on my wall. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember where it was exactly, but I like I couldn't find anything, and like I actually had I did look up the location of it, and uh, that this is the perfect I example of something either. 
this is what this is a perfect example of something that should have been mentioned when I asked how do you play the game. The fact that instead of you don't you don't pull up the overworld map, you literally look over in your living room and look at the yeah. map on the wall. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and worth and worth and worth mentioning. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, word. Okay, so I went with first up is the Mad Pony. And these are yellow and white sprites. They're pretty badass looking. Uh, a pretty badass looking steed in kind of a mid buck position. And they have 64 HP, average attack point range of 10 to 20, no weakness or special attacks, but they do hit for multiple times. So this is an early enemy. Uh, they are the, I would call them the very first dangerous things you encounter in the game, in my opinion. You can bump into them doing your imp and wolf grind outside Canary on occasion, and if you go a little bit north up towards Temple of Fiends, you can find them more frequently in that little marsh area and stuff, and yeah. they can really fuck your life up if you engage them at that point because, yeah, they do the stack multiple hit damage, and, you know, when you have and no they HP. they have eight times the hit points of an imp, so... Exactly, exactly. Watch your ass. But they are rewarding, too, on the XP front. You get 63 XP for these babies, only 15 gold. But uh, that's a pretty good XP amount for early game. And, yeah, I also picked the Kaizokus. And, yeah, they are the, we didn't mention specifically, but they are the blue versions of the green pirates that be six on you and Provoca and only found on the high seas. And, yeah, they have that cool Viking armor helmet, a scimitar held out in front of them. And we already went through their stats. And, yeah, they, in addition to looking cool as fuck, they're worth a ton of dough if you can find them. And then the last one I chose was the Arachnid. And these are the green second iteration of the spider family, a step up from the blue spiders. And they can be found in, uh, most abundantly in the Elfland region, at least this part of the game anyways, in the Elfland region and then also down in the Marsh Cave. And they have 64 HP, only 5 to 10 attack damage, no weaknesses, but they can poison you. But these babies the are freaking poison. Oh my god! And yes. Oh my god! So, and, and getting poison from them is so bad because you spend more on the fucking pure potion than you do getting it yeah. from them. the gold. So here's the thing, though. So yeah, they are worth only 50 gold a piece, and their defense is rather high. So you you like I would have to even I think now if I fight if I fight one, uh, and I'm at level what is it 12 I think um, maybe not at this point. I don't know. I haven't I haven't grinded in a bit uh, on them but in any event the i would have to dedicate all four thieves to one at a time and i sometimes oh. still wouldn't kill it but they're wow. worth they're worth 141 experience points a piece and that is a lot for this non-peninsula power <laughs> grinding area so yeah i would i would avoid these like the plague at first because of the poison thing and their defense is so high that i had to dedicate all that attack stuff to them and it would take so long to get through fights with them but they do so little damage that yeah, it do, it doesn't really affect you on that front. So once gold became meaningless for me, yeah, that's true. You do have a lot of that, right? So in so once gold becomes meaningless, and in turns makes using pures meaningless because that's right. seventy five gold. Who cares? Their XP reward is so fucking hot that I started seeking them out, and mm -hmm. and honestly, they would be the thing that I would be most pleased about battling, even more so than yeah, the the fucking the ogre creep combination that is kind of like the go-to i think grind option at this stage uh for most players and most party compositions you know what i mean yeah. uh so yeah that was yeah, it. i it can was, see that I, i'm looking at the numbers and i can totally see why you would want them in yep. your situation yeah. yep so yeah i got it was, it was funny and it was funny to me how it changed too like that's such a cool thing that like you know initially my encountering them strategy and then uh, later on, once my priorities and objectives changed, <laughs> you know, it changed the way that I engaged that it just, it's again, it's just so much these, the fun in these things is the math and kind of like, we, what is the best system and how do I, how, do, how most efficiently do I accomplish my goals and, uh, having 
and you know, we're going to get to tales of the grind here next. So we'll talk more about this kind of thing with that, but uh, oh my God, using these thieves, uh, just so much about what I think of what I thought playing this game would be like. And in actuality, all the things that I'm discovering and changing and like re-strategizing to accommodate these fucks is <laughs> it's, it's so different than I anticipated. And, you know, in some ways that's cool. Some ways it's frustrating, but it is no question different. And it is a credit to the game design that it has that much potential variance. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm shocked <laughs> at how different this play is going for me. So, on to Tales of the Grind. And oh, I guess, Jay, you should always lead this off probably because it, it's going to, you're the one that's going to be doing the most discovery process. Well, maybe not actually based <laughs> on what I just said, but the, nonetheless, um, tell us about your Tales of the Grind. So I think, honestly, having this Explorer's Handbook has made this pretty straightforward to me. Um, like at this point, I think I'm level six, five or six at this point. You know, and I haven't really had to do much like grinding per se. Oh my god, but... you're only you're only at level six still? That's crazy. That is yeah. crazy as fuck. Okay. Yeah, six or... you have the power level, Josh, but yeah, I mean that still seems low. Yeah. But even but even I would just I would just kind of walk around in the bushes just right outside Conaria and you know, just right outside where I was. The, the and just bush. the bushes. The bushes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the bushes is good. <laughs> good. And yeah, just trying to level up a little bit there. But <laughs> And that was really just to try to get more more spells, because at this point, I'm still thinking I'm very limited in terms of what I can do spell-wise. Yeah. Um, yeah, you've got an expensive party. Yeah. Yeah, well, how, yeah. Much, how much gold do you have on hand right now? Um, Roundabouts, of course, not an exact number. but Maybe 3,000. And then, you know, right right now, right now, like in my current play, I probably have like 16,000. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, I, I'm in it, yeah, I'm in the status update. Yeah, not, not later on, of course. Yeah, yeah. And so it's, I don't know, it's funny because right now, this is actually when I started at this point is when I started really actually grinding. So I went south, you know, towards Elfland and I just grinded in that wooded forest area. In the outside. bushes. In the bushes. Yeah. In the bushes right? <laughs> I do all my yeah. grinds. I do all my <laughs> the bushes. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, because you would find those ogres and then the the freaking little creature that all, would always be with the ogre Creep. all the time. Yeah, those things. And so having those, the creeps and the ogres together. Yeah, this is when I really would grind. And so I honestly just sat here just chilling in areas around there. Just oh my God. over and over. I did lots circles. of grinding in the bushes too, Jay. Lots of, <laughs> lots of grinding in those bushes for sure. There and in the water, honestly, I would go back to the water and see if I could find much more, uh, not iguanas, but, you know, <laughs> the sayhags and, <laughs> and stuff and just try to really get more gold as well. Because if I can run into pirates, you know, get more gold, I can go get more more spells. Because for me, that's what it was all about. Like, how many spells can I get? Like, I need the maximum amount of spells for the maximum amount of damage at all. Yeah, you get so three spellcasters, so that's not cheap. Yeah, not yeah, but, at all. But it's, thing, and it, you're buying swords, and you got a fighter, you got an outfit. That's the most expensive melee character, and then yeah. your red mage also will probably take the most expensive sword too. So that's not cheap. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very. It's I mean, you have to sit down and really crunch the numbers. But yeah, you might have the most expensive party composition possible. Right. But I think it. 
I think it's okay though because my my red mage, like the thing I figured out about this, yeah, is that... yeah. expensive things are very good in the game. Sure. <laughs> yeah, we're we're not admonishing you by. Any <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think honestly, the red mage because he can hold usually like one of the if not the most powerful swords where I'm at. Like I can generally just use him for melee damage, and so his skills just become very situate or his. I keep saying skills, his spells become very situational you know like i use them when i need to and for a large group or because i'm underwater or some specific because i have him being mostly much more lightning and ice you know more support magic type of thing but still damaging mm-hmm. uh, i'm using him only mainly for melee and so i'm kind of just stacking up gold and seeing like what's what other spells can i purchase out here in the bushes <laughs> to prepare me <laughs> this is my main place I, I didn't really go too far outside of here and then the big open lake pond area in the middle sea of aldi i believe it's called yes across the water word jeb how's that little weird ass fucking combo going for you uh it's going um i just since since i get the double since i only have to split the uh, experience between two people um faster yeah it's very fast um and it's then i was using the peninsula power too um so really i'm what's that I gotta check that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you could do it. Maybe it's still gonna be tough because three of your characters are gonna get slapped around the, a little bit. Yeah, I say the damage taken from those magic users is just even my fighter uh, gets slapped around. And like, if my red mage got hit, like yeah. I said, he's already wearing top three armor from the first fucking yeah. Pound, I mean, a, so. a, a level six white mage wearing cloth, just dead, de- de- death by one hit. Yeah, you're vaped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's go. I did a lot of my leveling there. Um. That's that's mainly where I did it. Before that, it was like right outside of towns at Provoca and whatnot. Um, yeah, and, and uh, the the fighter fucking that's it's like the best character and it's the it's the best class in the game. Like it just does so much damage. It absorbs a lot of damage. Um, yep. He he grabs the focus of the uh, you know he gets attacked like eight times more than any other character. However, they break that math down. So yeah, it's it's actually so far it's working for me. Like I said, the the red mage doesn't have a lot of armor options going forward. So I think as the game progresses, uh, this is going to level off a little bit. And I think I'm going to, especially once I start like trying to do like a dungeon with some sort of restriction, you know, like I save outside of the dungeon. And then if I die, I think that's what I'm going to do. If I die, I just have to go back to the beginning. Um, it's I think it's going to be tough later on for the red mage and fighter only. And then once you have the fighter alone, like, you know, the, all the attacks go to that and like any status shit, like it's, it's going to be tough, I think, later. But for now, yeah. it is good. You'll have some limitations for sure. Well, I also have lots of limitations. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Your party what? is a limitation. Yeah, <laughs> is the definition of limitation, of RPG limitation. So, yeah, the first thing that I have written down here is outfitting your party with four of the same class feels a lot like what I guess working on an assembly line feels like. It's just the same bolt on the same screw over and over and over again. Zero <laughs> like, zero thought. Like, yeah, it's over the game. Like, four rep repairs, four sets of wooden armor, heal potion palooza, ho-hum. Like, just there's just no, you know, there's no thought. You don't have to consult the guide a lot, you know? Like, once you figure out the, the best situation, like, you're pretty much done. Exactly right, yeah. It's just, Is yeah, there you know, That's the yeah, question. like. <laughs> it, well, it's exactly yeah. It takes so much of the fun because you know, yeah, equipping and like improving. You know, the 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 numbers build is so much of what the fun of these games is. Right. Like, yeah, I, I would argue it's taken like all the fun out of it. 
Uh, it's taken a lot of it. There's definitely some. I've, <laughs> I've spent some fucking time like. Fuck, why did I fucking do this to myself? <laughs> uh, leveling up is also pretty boring without magic users. It's just incremental melee stat improvements that give you no real discernible improvement to gameplay. So, you know, like, again, yeah, the fun of the game is the new spells, the more spell uses, and, like, these tangible things that you can see in the gameplay, and, like, that's just gone, you know? And, again, you know, we, we talked about, like, how, this, you know, even the fucking just the stupid little aesthetics, like, the they all have the same weapon, so I'm looking at the same fucking thing every time they step out there and they whack. And, you know, and we didn't mention it, but each one of the spells has its own little animation, too, for the most part, and these guys don't do that either. <laughs> uh, you see that, yeah. So I mean, do you? Yeah, I, you know, I posted the video like when I when I was doing my ass toast thing, I just fucking set a fucking dumbbell on my controller and ate <laughs> breakfast. Like that's how I that's how I fought astos. That's not even right. grinding. That's how I fought astos. And like, that's rough, man. That's a that's a rough way so to go. Later through. on, there are going to be some op. Now that I think about it, later on there are going to be some options for you. There are yes, late game. Like, yeah, late, that's what I said. Like yeah, late like you know the the class change and the the items that you can get. Yep. There would be some things that you can do. Yeah, I mean, I've had some stuff pointed out. Like, I didn't. There's two. There's a way to get two katanas. That's a very interesting. Ooh, I didn't. I wasn't aware of that because I literally have never used the katana. Right, me either. And yeah, the I believe Al's the one pointing that out as well, or has pointed that out rather. Just as far as variants goes, we've had you know little little conversations about what my options will be. So uh, he he actually gave me consultation on what items uh, I'd, I would probably be able to use that could change my situation later in the game too. As far yeah. as item using items, not equipping them. Uh, right. And there's there are a few things that are going to do the thing that I'm so excited about. So. That is pleasing to know, and uh, and maybe gives me a little bit of fucking solace moving forward. But yeah, there is it, 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 it. For now, very mundane at times. Very mundane. So, a really big gameplay mechanic thing that I figured out pretty early. So, because the first position in your party formation, like you mentioned. Uh, I think you used you cited the math of eight times as much. I don't know if that's factual or if that's just like kind of something like that. Up. Right, it's definitely more. So the first person that's you know why party order actually matters in this game to its credit, uh, as opposed to Ultima. So that, well, I guess there's a little bit of, of utility in Ultima. The frontline guys obviously are gonna be able to do melee quicker, but otherwise it's pretty meaningless as far as party composition goes. Don't talk about that game, please. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were done with it. <laughs> so yeah, so the first person takes a lot more flack, basically. So all my frat bros are identical in makeup and statistics, essentially. And I quickly developed a very fluid approach to party order. Like, after every battle, I am changing my party order. Basically, yeah, which is so different than the way you play this game normally. You usually set it and set it and forget it. Is kind of how you what? approach party order. Yeah. So after every battle, because the first one's taking more heat, I am moving that character out in most cases, unless it uh, emerged unscathed, and swapping it with another character with more HP. And I'm usually trying to obviously put them as close to the back as possible, and essentially reordering the whole thing and trying yeah. to put. You know, I mean, I'm not uh, you know to the single digit but like if there's a if there's a gross disparity uh on a character in the first two slots i'm moving them to the back two after every fight you know what i mean yeah, if you're so, not going to heal completely then it would behoove you right to do that yep so yeah i am constantly doing that after every fucking fight it's just yeah it's just such a 
I don't know. It's just so weird. Such a such a fluid and different way of playing the game that I did not. I certainly didn't expect. Like that was it was a, it was a discovery that it wasn't like I was like, oh, I'm gonna do this. That's smart. It was like you know the fucking. I'm like watching my first guy get hammered when I'm grinding. I'm like, oh, it's a pain in the ass. I gotta move him out of there. I'm like, wait, why aren't I doing this every time? Right. Like, <laughs> Necessity is the mother of invention. You're, yeah. I mean, you're like with your limitations and your party. You're. Pre- I mean, like, yeah. Th- that was a, I didn't think about that, but it's so natural that you would have discovered that because it's literally a survival technique. Yep. Yeah. So very interesting. Um, I found out, or rather, was, I guess was reminded, <laughs> is what the way I would just uh, call the discovery, that both armor and bracelets cannot be combined on a single hero. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I pissed. So I, I pissed away a grand oh. on the copper bracelet in Elfland. Hello. <laughs> oh. Same. And like. Same. Yeah, and, and you go to the equip screen and like, you know, it doesn't you know, the way I love the the way this is conveyed to you is like you click equip on the new thing and it just moves the E <laughs> off the, the old e. thing. Yeah, you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> then you try it again. Like, no, you get, you, game, you don't understand. I want to equip both. And they're like, yeah, no, you don't understand. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to do both those things. Uh, so, yeah, pretty fucking funny, I thought. Pretty fucking funny. Um, so yeah, so I did that and I was like, oh, that's no good. And like, I looked at that fucking chart and you know, it's a little fuzzy. <laughs> so maybe I'm misreading it, but I looked at it and it looked like the bracelet was shittier than the wooden armor, which is what I had all these fucking dudes wearing. So I was like, oh yeah. fuck. So I sold the fucking bracelet and like kept my wooden armor. And you know, I didn't think to check the numbers. And again, I was talking to Al fucking on the Facebook shit and He's like, oh no, man, the fucking you know, like he just like mentioned it casually, like the you know he like mentioned like the optimal thing would be right now. And he's like copper bracelet. I'm like, no, no, I tried that. It's shittier. He's like, nah, no, you're wrong. <laughs> like you're fucking wrong. So he's like, do it and check the numbers. And I uh, and sure enough, the evade percentage is much higher uh, with the bracelets. It was like a seven point difference, I think. So um, I ended up my my end outfit for these dudes as a result. And like I said, after I already pissed a thousand away. So like I pissed that thousand away and. Rebought four of them basically, so I spent five thousand on my copper bracelets <laughs> instead of four thousand. Luckily, by that point, money was it didn't matter. Like I literally didn't even think twice. Um, even when sure. I, even, honestly, even when I bought the first one, when I when I thought it didn't help, it didn't bother me at all to piss that five hundred dollars down the drain. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just didn't. This is not a factor in the game for me. So, um, yeah. So my in my end result, equipment wise for these fucking four frat bros is gloves, a cap. And a bracelet, nothing else. <laughs> Which I, I love the idea of these four dudes walking around in those fucking identical <laughs> outfits. It was a very fun thought. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so the fight, like you're strap up, bros. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys so, are walking around damn near naked, actually. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Which is again funny given the role play I'm doing here. So once uh, I got the frat to level nine, uh, yeah, is when I started really moving into that field east of Elfland for grinding. And man, is that a reliable place to get that optimal ogre creep battle situation? You know, like it's a strategy guide tip that feels like scripture to me. Literally, you know, it's it's in that yeah. strategy guide for sure. And like when I I was like, it was like a it's so much so that it was like a goal for me. Like you know, I couldn't fight them reliably for mm-hmm. long lengths of time until I got to that level with these dudes. And once mm-hmm. I did, I was so pleased that I could hang out there for a bit, you know, and yeah. that's, that's a funny thing too. Again, like into the math of this. So I, yeah, I have no healing power. Uh, so, you know, the way I grind, like it's always more efficient to go back to the end 
than do any sort of field grinding. There's oh, just yeah, yeah. No situation where field where field healing is of any benefit to me mathematically, unless I am completely. And it's funny, I got to that point, of course, too. Like I said, money. I mean, I, I mean, I have like twenty grand, I think, right now. So money, and I have and I have ninety nine heals or almost, anyways, and. Uh, and I like I like the idea of a role play where a bunch of thieves are running around with a bunch of money. I like, yeah, that. Right. sure, yeah, no, it totally makes sense for sure. Yeah, so yeah, it's always more efficient to go back all the way to the fucking inn and 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 do that until yes, I made that money leap, and now it, it again it just like changed the way I grind. So now I can stay out forever and just literally burn pure uh, heels down as as long as I want. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to do all that, and that's you know the way I do this too. Like I can't. It's it's so little. It's thirty gold or, or thirty heal or bleh, it's thirty life HP. Every time I use one of those fucking things and Jab, I actually wanted to ask you this. It's 30 every time when you use them outside of battle, mm-hmm. at least in my experience, maybe that's, I don't know, these specific, I have no idea, but it's every, time, every I, time outside of battle. Okay. So in battle though, not the case it's different oh. in battle. So not only do I have to learn, lose a turn, which fucks me royally to yeah. use, to use a heal in battle. I also get variants, uh, almost not almost always on the lesser side of 30 when I use them in battle. So it's like, it's just, you know, again, just ultra punitive to heal oh, man. in any way, shape or form in battle with these dudes. So I, yeah, yeah, it's fucked. It's See, we never like, if, if you play this game with a party, it, it, there's two things, there's two things, two qualifiers I'll put on. If you play this game with a party that were, that actually works and is like balanced, you don't need to really use heal potions during battle. Right, it's just, it's just not. You have other ways to do it, or you should just be dealing damage to end the fight. Jab, I feel weird going to the drink option, the menu. It, 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 yeah. it gives me a weird <laughs> emotional response, and I don't know if that's just literally the math inside my head, knowing how inefficient this thing I'm about to do is. But literally, just the action of going to it feels weird because of it's, the amount of repetition of button depressions for this game I have done in my life of fight and run, and like anything right. below that is weird as fuck me. It feels emotionally weird. (laughs) It's got to be very alien because it's not a super efficient. The only one that, I mean, like the only time that you really use that, that option is like when you need to use a soft potion and that can actually matter in a battle. Um, And you could even make the argument that you should just be killing the things that turn you to stone anyways, uh, instead of working on that. Oh, sorry about that. But anyways, um, yeah, or if you're experienced enough to know that, like, you know, using a heal potion in battle is just not a super efficient thing to do. I actually didn't know that they didn't heal 30 points in battle. I didn't yeah, know it very. Yeah, they do not. It's fucked okay. up. It's also fucked up. And, you know, it makes a little bit of sense, That's I guess. That's just one that... more fuck you to your party, right? It's definitely a fuck you to me, but, you know, I, I can, I can uh, justify it. You're drinking, like, oh, chug, sure. chugging a potion, you're spilling some of it. <laughs> yeah, like a fucking ogre's trying to smash your head in. Like you're going right, to spill yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I can buy it, but it, it definitely sucks for sure, man. Yeah. So, yeah, just in general, man, it's fucking rough. It is fucking rough going. Yeah, I have level 12 is where I had to go to get to where we need, where we could do this podcast, and that's high as fuck as demonstrated that by. High. Uh, and especially, you know, it's like I say about New York, it's like everything is a little harder. You know what I mean? It's just like every, the simple things are more difficult than they have to be with this fucking party. Uh, the grinding takes longer and is harder be, uh, for all the reasons I just laid out, you know, because these dudes just can't do it as fast. And it's just, it's so fucked. I, you know, some of the, you know, the, <laughs> I'm glad we knew we were going to do it. And that's part of the the whole experiment with these jab. But like, 
you know, uh, I think part of the reason why the Loric Disciples uh, enjoy these things so much, the side quests relative to even the normal pods, is that we do these things that are like, you know, outlandishly more difficult and people have a, a they they enjoy watching the pain. <laughs> they absolutely part of it. Like, yeah, I mean, people, they vibe so hard on that ultimate quest because it is so, like that game is just a nightmare for a person to play, particularly straightforward uh, and, and without, you know, total FAQ guidance, like, like we were playing it. So yeah, the, they enjoy the show. And yeah, the feedback on, this party choice, dude. Like, oh my god, yeah, I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah, there's this dude who, like, uh, I forget which what his name was, but the fucking he he uh, he's mentioned how he, like, when we first brought this up, we, I posted the party composition chart or whatever that was, and that that was like, a, like got a lot of traction on the Facebook page, a lot of, a lot of discussion, which was cool. But you know, there's one dude who's like, yeah, I I play the game with all white mages, like you know, that was like his like, yeah. look, how I considered big, that. Yeah, look how big I do that. Look how big my balls are, right? You know, it was his, uh, he said that then. And then, like, you know, I've been posting a lot of shit from especially the latter part of, of this leg of, of, of the play for me. And, like, he's, like, seeing all this stuff. And, like, the other day he posted, like, I think this actually might be harder than before. <laughs> yeah, when you said you were doing that, I was like, man, like, I, what I, I told you and I've said in the podcast a couple times, they're bad fighters with no magic. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's the worst of everything. Oh, it's so bad, man. And you know, we're gonna, you know, I, I save it for the fucking when we get to the section. But I, I just couldn't believe when I hit that Astos fight, and I saw what these guys were capable or incapable is probably the yeah, word. Despite I, your planning. Oh my god, man! I can't. You're just like I, I'm. I, I'm way out of my. I, I knew I was out of my league, <laughs> and, and I'm even further out of my league than I thought. Yeah. Oh god, it's rough. It's rough. So. <clears throat> Yeah, my tails of the grind. I can only imagine how um, disparaging these segments are going to get for me later in the game. Yep. Let's shift back to the narrative. Castle of Elf, you have to sail south on the Aldi Sea to a port you can pop onto land via, putting you on the doorstep of a castle town combo nestled in a in bushes or forest, however you want to describe them. New enemies round these parts, Arachnids Asps, i.e. have your pure potions on speed dial, and some familiars, wolves, and lots of that ogre creep combo platter we've discussed. And moving into the castle itself, it is very quiet here. The king is passed out in the northwest chamber, and you have to do one of those Stones of Sunlight Tantagel walks around the perimeter of the castle to get to the treasury building in the northeast. If you want to walk up to that and find out you need the key to get to it, or get into it. On the Townsfolk Chatterfront, the prince must be a pretty stand-up dude, because the bulk of his roster subjects here are just kind of running around like chickens with their heads cut off, begging you to save him. Like... I think all but maybe two, two or three of the people here are just literally babbling about save his ass. <laughs> so, um, that was a consistent line in my notes. Save our yeah. prince. Save our <laughs> prince. Okay, got it. Got it. All right, man. Chill out. Yeah. The bedside attendant for the prince says, For five years, the prince has slept under Astos' spell. Only the herb can wake him. Weed. They're talking about weed. The herb? Wait a minute. Guy's gonna look like shit when he wakes up. I had a foot surgery for my ankle, and I, after like a month of not walking on it, my leg looked like 
my fingers, dude. So this guy's going to look yeah. like shit when he finally does wake up. Atrophy is a real deal for sure. Although, you know, these guys, the, the, these are elves, and they likely have different metabolisms and different uh, biological science processes. Sure. So uh, perhaps perhaps they will not suffer from the same. Almor would say that they are superior to humans. but. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Talking to the prince himself gives you a Z ellipses, Z ellipses, and I love that. He just, you know... It's not, you know, no. I think the normal choice there would be a bunch of Z's. So it's like, that reads to me as like a very quiet little sleep, you know? Like a very cute little... Same <laughs> <laughs> as breath, you know? I, right. <clears throat> a dude in the Northwest Tower tells you the Cave of Dwarf is at the west end of the Aldi Sea, and that's clutch geographical information. Uh, so that's it for the actual fucking castle again kind of going back to just the castles are boring there's not a lot going on with them but we do have it's not enclosed in walls this time but there is kind of like elf land is surrounding the castle the 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 town for this area and it is greener than the previous towns less stone action more trees and there is a hot little graveyard in the northeast corner i like a great deal and this is where you have that erdrick grave for funsies and that's really really cool of them yeah jay uh, did you find that that's what i was telling you to look yeah, he's 29 years old. Like I said the same thing. Didn't even get to a – yeah, did not even get to a 30 spot. Only the good die young. <laughs> he battled early in his life, man. Yeah. Famous. <laughs> yeah, and I would love it because it, it lists – you know, it has the, like, 837 to 866, his lifespan there. That's how we're gleaning that information. Like, I what is the con- – you know, like, I don't know what is the context of that. The – they tell you multiple, you know, so you know they passed that loot down for two thousand years. The Garland had been up in the Temple of Fiends for four hundred years. Uh, you know, like we we have some like length of time context given to us, but we don't have like when is this falling in this world's fucking you know numerate numerical history. Mm. Uh, so it's just I'm I'm yeah. just curious how why and what was behind those number that number choice or you know right. it's, it's, it's yeah. a, like got to be like, something behind it like too. Their, their, their kids high school locker combination or something you know i don't right. know like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just need that. something that's in the distant past enough right. several hundred years 400 years great that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's curious i'm glad you found that though jay because I, I was hoping that that's a cool little nugget right there yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. I, I immediately saw that and i was like wait a minute all yeah. right okay. i've heard this name before yeah <laughs> Yeah, and those the other two don't have, say they're they're just like a, it's a grave or something. You no, know, they they're not. It's not like this one's populated amongst some other nonsense. It's like that's the only one that has any significance. Right. You know? So, cool choice, cool little choice. Buku commerce to be had here if you're into capitalism. The end is a hundo. Revival is two hundred. And in the weapon shop we have the iron nunchaku. At 200, Nunchaku at 200 if you're in a ninja options. And then the large dagger at 175, the iron staff at 200, the saber at 450, and the silver sword at a whopping four grand. Yeah, Uh, I bought two of those bad boys. The silver sword? (laughs) Yeah, at this point, my red mage now. Can he use one of those? Hell yeah. Him and the fighter are both rocking silver. That's what I'm saying. From a melee perspective right now, Boom! I'm good. That's hot. Yeah, yeah. I did the the group upgrade from scimitar to saber for sure. That's how I handled the weapon situation. Nice. Uh, jab? Did you splurge on the silver sword? I assume yes, right? You're you're no gold. Oh yeah, yeah. I got so much yeah. money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can assume that I have the dopest shit at all times. <laughs> 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 
I've actually I've already got enough money for like basically the best armor in the game, and it's coming up soon. Nice, nice. So in the armor shop, we have the iron armor at eight hundred. We have that copper bracelet at a grand. The iron shield at a hundred. The cap at eighty. Wooden helmet at a hundred. And it's cool. Yeah, the, the it's the copper. It's interesting that you know. It's interesting and cool. I think that they put such a premium on even incremental armor upgrades for those lesser equipable characters you know the the mages and stuff that they like they, that they the fact that they put such a significant premium you know the fact that the, co- the copper bracelet costs more than iron armor you know what i mean is like by it's 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 cool that it acknowledges the non-tangible value you know what i mean of that you know what i mean like iron armor, a set of armor should cost more than a bracelet. Is what I'm getting at. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 but. And that's the reason why I didn't buy this for a while. Like I, it took me, you know, after coming here for the first time, exploring all this, and then going out and grinding and doing a bunch of other stuff, and then coming back later, before fighting Astos, I think, or maybe even afterwards. So when I was like, all right, I guess I'll buy these. I guess I'll start equipping these copper bracelets now. You know, like it's, I, I just didn't get it. I didn't get like the. So what, what is the armor? You, did you say the red mage can use iron armor or no? No, right? You said chain was the high end. Chain is yeah, yeah. pretty good for them. Yeah. Actually, he might be. I don't know what I'm wearing right now. I wish I had the game actually open, but yeah, okay. chain pretty much. Okay, word. Yeah, I came in here. I was like, I was. You know, again, just, there's so many times playing this fucking with this party set where I'm just like, you know, I have a I let a little bit of hope about something I can do creep into my mind, and when I when, when I consult the charts and shit, I'm always just like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> I guess I guess I'm stuck with the wooden armor again. Right. Well, really? I yeah, I fucking I can't. Oh, like, you know, because he can wear the wooden armor. I'm like, they can probably use the wooden helmet or maybe even the wooden shield. That you've, <clears throat> Yeah, nope, wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny you say that. I mean, I know yours is much more extreme because you have the same character over and over. But like, yeah, I I find that often here when I was first looking at everything, thinking there would be more more options armor wise, you know, for the for our mages, but not really. No, no. I mean, that's the thing is like they they make you pay a lot to get the little protection that those bracelets offer, but you will regret not paying it if you don't. Yeah. But it makes sense. I mean, in that, you know, in every game where, because I'm always a Magicka wizard type of person, like, I'm naturally going to be more, much more thin skinned, you know, you're going to be able to take me down, but I'm also going to be able to nuke you if I can make it happen. <laughs> right. So it makes sense. Speaking of nuking, there are four magic shops in this town. They have level three and level four, which was just, I you know, guess. yeah, it, it's. And it gives you this feeling like you're gonna be here for a while. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was gonna say, yeah. It's like I had forgotten that that was the case. And you know, I, I roll into these towns and I make my little notes and stuff. And like, I fucking I'm like uh, the second I saw the other magic shops in the top left, I'm like, oh yeah. And that it is such like a this part. You know, we talked about how this part of the game. It's, I don't know. It it feels so much bigger than so many other parts. Like it's it's just more memorable and more. It's just a a, a fucking more seared in memory to me than so many other parts of this game you know and it, 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 it all kind of 
I don't know. It, it all it, it all kind of resides in that thing. Yeah, there's two things worth of magic here. It's like you're gonna spend some time here. There's all this shit. You got to go with the key, and you got to go back, and you got to do your whole retrack through all the things that you fucking passed up because they were locked up. There's just yeah, so much time you spend here, and this is kind of I don't know uh, an actual tangible, visible expression of that. You know, right? Yeah, I, get, so, I get that hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. That's because I came here and I saw the the first level of magic so after level three and i'm like oh sweet i want these things and then it was like you go in the other shop and then i look at the at our at the chart here the handbook and i'm like wait a minute so i can get ice too i can get these other things oh i gotta go grind time yeah yeah they're so they're so expensive too yeah the, the level three spells are 1500 a pop and the level four are four thousand. and like you know even with my money situation right now i look at four thousand per knowing you're talking three per character so you're talking twelve thousand per character even i view that as a lot of money so yeah. Yeah. if you're actually working with normal commerce fucking structure holy shit like that the year this is a lot of work to get to really build out this part of the game spell wise okay. uh, especially yeah, yeah. yeah but it does it's behoove you because there's some bangers in level four yeah. But this is also where Jay, I, I imagine this is where the first, probably the first time. Yeah, you mentioned warp. The uh, did you mention warp? Is that one of them here? No. Either yeah, way, this this is where I think level three is where you start seeing the red mage top off a little bit. Level three and four is is where that be the limitations start to creep in. I think. I uh, think you're right, man. Because I, the way I have my my mages, and I mentioned before, my black mage, he's all fire doom, you know. So he's at this point, I'm getting fire to. And I think I have lightning too, but my red mage, he's he's definitely has lightning too, because I think Finn is more the lightning guy, lightning one, mm -hmm. lightning two. But yeah, I wanted to get him ice too, and I started looking at level four, and there were definitely some things that it just wouldn't let me get. Yeah. So, yeah. So that I feel sounds like about right. I mean, he overall has less magic in general too. So I, I like even where my black mage will have say twenty points of magic, he'll have like fifteen or something. Yeah, they do. A, it's definitely a balance with him for sure. But it makes sense. I mean, I'm rocking the silver sword, so I can't, I'm kind of okay with that. Sure, right, right. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, it, I, yeah. I'll be here curious to hear Jab having more experience, kind of as we go. Because yeah, like you know, my my memories of that character, yeah, are limited, and and we talked shit about it already. But I'll be curious to hear like the present day, like incremental progress through that character knowing the whole scope of the game and how basically how much you hate him by the end of the game yeah i think like i said i think they're gonna become a liability late in the game like yeah. once you can't give armor that kind of scales with the, yeah. the enemies that you'll be encountering it's gonna be tough yeah he's gonna become much more magey yeah mm. But without the spells, <laughs> which is uh, which is not the, good. The worst way to be magey. <laughs> yeah, there are, and I, I think I think it is level five. There is a certain point where you can buy some spells for your red mage, but there are other spells in the level five tree that are limited to uh, wizard. I'm su I'm surprised that oh yeah, there's that yeah exactly yeah. Right. So there's like the class change that comes into play. Like you can eventually you can get access to these spells, but not right now. Right. Word. Okay, well, in the level three white shop, we have Cure 2. That's one ally still, but more HP, of course. Harm 2 is still the entire enemy party, but more damaging. And we have A Fire, A Fur, however you want to term that. And that is the ally party in its entirety, and then defense against fire, of course. And then we have Heal, which is the entire party recover HP. And this, this is a tough one. This is a, a tough pool, I think, to 
choose between because that heal entire party, even though it's obviously a much more nominal amount of health, the idea of healing them all is, of course, very appealing. But you, not having the fire defense at all is not ideal either. So that that's that's a little bit of a tough decision, I think personally. We would normally we, we would normally omit omit heal. I think yes, uh, we omitted heal. What? Yeah, I'm looking at the numbers here, and if if what I see in the numbers is true, it's a good one to omit. Yeah, I actually, I I mean, harm to hundred percent have that one. You know, like once I sure. learned how great harm can be, I was like, yeah, I feel like I'm gonna need this later. Definitely do not have, <laughs> definitely do not have anti fire. Really? Yeah, because I I mean, again, I'm like, when would I need this? I don't know if I need this. I've thought about buying it a couple times, but I just uh, you know. I'll tell you, Jay, Gurgu volcano. <laughs> you might not. Uh, this might not be like uh, information to you, but there's a lot of fire in that volcano. So moving over to the level three black store, we have fire two, fire damage, enemy party, lit two, lightning damage, uh, entire enemy party, of course. Uh, and then the two kind of oddball outliers are hold, and that paralyzes one enemy. And then lock two, which is raised hit percentage of the entire enemy party, supposedly, but as we already discussed, does not work at all. I believe we went with hold. Um, it, I almost want to say like it would have been smart. To, I feel like hold might not work either. But, 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 or, or even if it did, I never. We never. I feel like we never used we never it. Never used it. it. Yeah, because yeah. uh, you're, you're missing out on your fire too and lightning too at that point. Yep. Anytime exactly, you cast yes. hold, you're taking one away. So. Exactly. Even yeah. Even yeah. Just because yeah. That, that you know that is that is one of the economies of the game that is. Yeah, you know, there's just no way around it, man. You the to to read the only way to regain your magic uses outside of going back to an inn is the relatively expensive. I don't think the cabin even gives you a MP back. Uh, no, the, it's a better tent. It's a house. <laughs> yeah, only only the house does, and that three thousand is a lot. Three thousand. E, yeah, is a lot of dough. Even I mean, there's really no point in the game where you don't think that is a waste, a bit of a bit of a waste. I mean, you'll do it. You know, adventuring to use one of those outside of like the boss fucking the, the the volcano or something to you know it's worth it there in that in that instance. But in most cases, that burn is is, is a little much for what you get back just to be out grinding or something. You know? right. So yeah, it's a little tough. So shifting over to level four, we have in the white store we have pure. That's poison antidote, one ally, and that is fucking so nice. That I, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have fear, and that uh, that makes the enemy run the entire party, which is, you know, that is almost I, I, just useless because you're either if you want them to run, you're running, <laughs> right? And now you're not getting the experience, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so yeah, you're burning a spell. Like, there's just, that is just a. a <laughs> Horrible, horrible spell. And then we have uh, Ice, of course, which defends against Ice, entire party. And then a uh, Mute, which cancels. It actually cancels. It doesn't defend against. It cancels Mute on one ally. And that is pretty clutch. Uh, if it works. I feel like that might not work, too. I don't know. It's not Does listed here. Okay. All right. So it works. That's Neither good. is Hold. So get okay. your Hold spells, boys. They're hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, having your having a magic user canceled out mid-battle uh, and being able to rectify that is a nice touch. Uh, assuming it's not your white mage. Your white mage. <laughs> So in the black store, we have sleep two, and that's one enemy still, but a stronger version, a more effective version of sleep. And then we have fast, and this is probably the best spell in the game. Best spell in the game. Yeah, one ally, quick shot, 
uh, is what it lists it as, but it essentially just makes you hit more times and with more damage, I think. Uh, best, best, which, hands down, best spell in the game. Yeah, Are you guys you being serious right now? Like, yeah, I yeah, definitely serious. did not yes. buy this one, because I'm like, oh, why? Would oh, oh yeah, that was a bad choice. <laughs> the game just got a lot harder for you. I mean, sure. I could go back and buy it. I mean, I've, I haven't, I didn't buy Sleep 2 either. Oh, so. you have, oh, you you have, have a slot? Oh, then buy it. Yeah, because yeah. that's literally the best spell in the game. Yeah. No, a, a, a fighter, or rather I should say, a a knight with Excalibur mm. with fast cast on them is a fucking one man wrecking crew <laughs> or a wow. fucking uh, okay. a master. Oh my god, they already hit yeah. a lot, anyways. Right. Yep. Yeah. No, that's a very, 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 yeah, very, very, set very aside four thousand dollars for that right now. Drew. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ear earmark four grand for that. <laughs> Go ahead and dog ear that because you're gonna want it. Uh, and then, we, yes, we have Confusion, and that is the entire enemy party. And Confusion, I don't even know exactly what Confusion does. I, like, I, I do think they it makes them attack each other. Each other, okay, yeah, that's cool. It's not that's... listed here in this little thing, and I, I always bought that spell, like, you know, I I just wanted that to work and be the case, but again, it's just not super efficient. Yeah, and then uh, Ice 2, which is, the again, the entire enemy party, and it's ice damage, so that's a great one to have, of course, uh, especially for fire things. So that's the spell sitch here in Elfland. Then the item shop has cures, poison, softs. I think it's the first appearance of those to rectify stone situations. And then they have houses are introduced as well on top of the cabins. As far as townsfolk chatter goes, a cat near the graveyard says, Long ago, I wandered to the northwest. I found an ancient castle that was so spooky. I left immediately. <laughs> that's kind and, of badass that you made it all the way there. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Uh, and also just smart enough to leave. And another near that dude says, Astos wears a disguise and lurks in seclusion. And a lot of chatter here also about saving and waking the prince. The most alarmist of which says, the, <laughs> the, I think I had an autocorrect situation. The proves, the elves, what the, the, the prince must wake soon or the dark elf will dominate like Joshua. <laughs> 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 Uh, but yeah, not, not as much, there's, considering how many people there are, there's not as, as much going on here information-wise as you might think there would be. So moving on to here, the, if you're, unless you want to get really confrontational, you would probably go to the dwarf cave at the direction of that cat in the elf castle, and you have to hop back into the ship to do this, and you have to navigate to a port in the northwest corner of the LDC. That's the closest disembarkment point for the cave, and it is a semi-short trundle southwest of there to the dwarf cave. And this, it's such a, I, I, I don't know, again, just like, I don't know, this part of the game is just so significantly fucking in my m memory, dude. It's, it's like, it's, a, this is a really cool, I love this. I, this might be my favorite environment in the game. I don't know. It's, it's like a real cool, <laughs> real cool subterranean vibe, but like cheerful because dwarves are fun. I don't know. Like, it's just like, it's just like, it's, it's, it, I, yeah, you know, yeah, I guess it's like, it's any other cave you go into in the game, anytime you go down into something that kind of looks like this. And granted, it's brightly, it's it's like warmly lit as opposed to other than the, the cave, the the volcano, I guess, is the only bad place that kind of has this color palette. But it, yeah, it has like this warm vibe to it, even color wise, which is this good design choice, you know. Um, and the dwarves, a lot of them say fun shit, and it says, yeah, I, I don't know, I just really like this part of the game. Uh, mm -hmm. This being in here is cool. And there's some end game shit in there too that is just. Yep. Yeah. yeah that's little, fun. Yep, some little seeds planted here for sure. Um, there is, and I, they even have like a, I don't know, it's kind of like going to a, 
I don't know, a fucking red carpet party or something. There's a there's a grand and there's like a <laughs> there's like a gift bag right when you walk in, you know. There's a, like, <laughs> yeah, there, there's a room right there by the stairwell down, and there's a grand in two chests in there. I think actually a little over a grand just for showing up. You get that, you know. And that, again, that's that's just a fun little thing. Free copper bracelet. Yeah. The townsfolk chatter here, a dude in the welcome wagon room with those chests says, with the crystal, even the blind can see, Asto stole it from Matoya. And that pretty much solves the mystery of that situation because fancy <laughs> folks never lie. This is not Simon's quest. And lots of them all just say hooray. <laughs> like, right? uh, they must have gotten their own herb is my guess because yeah, right. they're, just, they're just running around happy as fuck down here, even though, even though it's like, <laughs> Like it's it's an interesting contrast because they're running around happy as fuck, but there are others with serious problems. Like the one guy says, the Earth is rotting slowly from the west. Like you know, like, like, talk about doom and gloom relative. These dudes over here are literally fl- frolicking around happy as fuck, and right. this guy's talking. Just yeah, the the world is rotting. <laughs> and, and Narek's trying to build a fucking canal. So right, yeah, he's got know. a serious work project. Some people are out here working. Some people are just smoking weed. Yeah. Hey, maybe it's maybe it's like the seven dwarfs. They have their each person has their own agenda. Yeah, that's, that's like, a good. Like, that's that's actually really not be wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's a good interpretation. Actually, how many yeah. dwarves are in this cave? Okay, I'm gonna roll mm, the cave real quick. Be, it's gotta be more two, than seven. Three, seven. If there's only seven, that'll blow my mind. <laughs> now it's gotta be I'm heading there I don't right know, now. Let's yeah, let's see. If it is only seven, holy fuck, is that fun? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're even so. Yeah, you, you have Narek down building the canal and down by the the fucking locked treasure room in the southern tip of this. Uh, it, it's even in like it, you know you have to go down the you have to like walk down this corridor too. So it, like it has it. They did that. That's a a worthwhile effort to like you know yes he's been digging this thing and he got to a stopping point. You know it's not just like he's not just yeah. standing by a wall in the corner of this big open right. room. <laughs> actually digging this this tunnel. So, but yeah, so he's down there. And he, of course, tells you about the situation, too. But there's another dude, one of the ones up near the stairs, that says, that sound? Narek is digging a canal. So it, it just, like, painting the world, you know, like, reminding you that it's going to, if he's down there digging a canal, it's going to sound like fucking serious work is being done, even though he's at a stopping point, which is a little, actually, a little bit of an incongruence there. But <laughs> nonetheless, whatever. And in here, yes, there's also, speaking of late game stuff, there's the blacksmith named Smith. Uh, appropriately, and he says, "For the Light Warriors, I will make a truly legendary sword. However, my supply of adamant is exhausted." And yeah, I read that, and it was you know we talked. I mentioned how there's those moments that are just like <clears throat> punch right in the gut. Yep. This reminded me that I would not be able to wield the best weapon in the game with my friend. Yep. So that's, that's actually not the best weapon in the game. It's the second best, but um, yeah. yes, it's, it's an important one for sure. Wow. Yeah, that's literally why I chose a fighter in my getup. I was like, I just can't not have Excalibur. Yeah, suck city. I do love his little the the Smith's little blacksmith setup in here though. You have the little fireplace icons, and then the swords off to the right there. It's a a, a cool little. You know, the, it's it's such a struggle to actually present like visual representations of what this world's supposed to be and you know oftentimes they don't even try you know uh and in this case they took the effort to you know give them a little fireplace and a little fucking anvil and yeah it's that's cool <laughs> yeah cool. i just went to the uh dwarf cave by the way much more than seven dwarves yeah i was gonna say before yeah, i even yeah. opened the doors there was a tent. <laughs> that would have been that would have been awesome even even if only existing theoretically in our minds for a brief moment that was fun <laughs> <laughs> that moment yeah 
And yeah, so Narek down by the the treasure room says, a rock blocks construction on my canal if I only had TNT. Subtle. <laughs> so the only place left to go is Northwest Castle. And I'm not going there without the crown. I can see through this opaque ruse they're laying down here pretty easily. <laughs> but did either of you guys go check it out in advance of the Marsh Cave? Yeah, I did. Not, and I regretted it. Oh, good. So you did. Okay. Yeah. Well, how did that go? What happened there? <laughs> Not a daggone thing. I mean, I went so there. Talked to dude. I had to head to the Marsh Cave for his crown. So it's like, all right. Well, I guess yeah. I got to go there anyway. So he's just handing out orders. Yeah. It's it's important to say that he. Yeah, he does not. This is Astos, and he does not reveal it here. And that's you know, it's a. Uh, I, I, which, I, I, you know. which I perceived. I was like, wait a minute. What are you? Why are you talking to me like this? Like, what? Right, yeah. Well, no, they, they, that's I, it, that's again, you know, this is for kids. So they got to dummy it. But like, I, I hate how much they, you know, I wish they'd had the balls to not just not mention that, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I hate that they felt the need to to fucking beat you over the head with it before you got here. Yeah, it had been. It actually would have been a really good reveal if they kind of left it a little more vague. Yep. Yep. For sure. There is also a treasury in there, but it is, of course, locked up with the Mr. Key, so you can't get in there yet. misspoke in that last segment there is somewhere else to go and it is the marsh cave uh, mm-hmm. nowhere, nowhere above ground to go is maybe how i should sort of word of that so yeah so you if you're heading west of northwest castle or of, of elfland sorry you kind of have to swing around the southern little mountain range and work your way up through this kind of valley bottleneck and if you go straight north you pass a couple of rivers and hit northwest castle and there if you head off to the west on, I think it's the second little cut in, uh, cut in in the in that mountain yeah. range to the west. There, it will lead, it'll wrap around to the west and then su- south and and back into kind of a uh, a marshy area as you would expect the marsh cave to be in uh, a large marshy area. And it's just a hole in the ground. And is that is this the only one of those in the game, Jeff? Like it's not it's not a it's not in the a mountain face right you know I mean? right it's just, it's just a hole in the ground, and I I can't think if that is the only instance. Either way, it's not the it's not the norm binding link, so that's cool. There's a little variance there. It might be the only one on the overworld map. I know there's one later on inside another dungeon. Okay, word. Uh, see, you're right, Jab. It's not nearly as big as or elaborate as it was in my memory, though. In yeah. actual actuality, um, it's three levels, though there are two parts of the second level, and one is a dead end. So you got you know you have a little bit of play area there i guess to to kind of go the wrong way and and stretch this out a little bit but generally speaking yeah it is it is not terribly large i would say the end goal of the whole place is a room on the third level with a small alcove housing a chest guarded by a random number of wizards uh two to five count is the the potential there i think is my guess when you you come into the 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 first level here you have it's shaped kind of like a uh, one of those three-pronged boomerangs, not the not the normal kind of Australian outback V-shaped ones, but those mm-hmm. like the child's toy ones with three arms to them is kind of how it's shaped. And if you go up to the 
northwest arm that leads into that second level that is just i think it's three rooms maybe maybe four rooms yeah, that are there's some and then some treasure in there yeah not nothing great like and then it dead ends right yeah yeah the like i you know i'll get into kind of how my play specifically went but like when i learned that i wouldn't be able to beat these wizards <laughs> on my first uh, dive into this thing i came back and kind of I was like, oh, I'll just grind in here, thinking the end is going to be no. more difficult. And then since I'm going to do that, I might as well go around and get all the treasure. Maybe there'll be something that's actually useful for these fucking guys to improve their attacking or defensive capability. And there is nothing of any benefit, really, uh, <laughs> as, as far as you know, equipment you pick up. There's a copper bracelet if you haven't made that upgrade, but I, of course, had at this point. So yeah, I was pretty disappointed with uh, the treasure haul here, I guess. Yeah, no, that, that kind of does speak to... That that cave when we were younger was always a very in and out thing. Yep. It was like go straight to the fucking crown, get straight the fuck out. And yep. you know, I, I actually like I told you guys in the in the chat that we have, I spent time in here. Like I purposely basically overcame my fear of <laughs> this of this cave and like went to every room and searched every chest and yep. yeah, it's just not worth it. Yep. yep. Yeah, you, you, not to mention not only is the shit not very good, but you will expend much more resources on the endeavor okay. yep than you would ever get back so yep. yeah not worth it at all it's definitely uh an in the red fiscal decision <laughs> yeah. and great music in here too it's very like it's it's unsettling like makes your fucking blood pressure go up i first well i guess we finished the fucking the the layout of this bitch so so yeah you go up there that's that's the northwest one uh to the Upper right arm on that first level is just literally a dead end. There's nothing there. Yeah. And then to the southern, uh, the southern arm leads to a room. You go inside, and there's a ladder leading down inside the room to the better or more purposeful of the second levels. And this one is also so there's like the one long horizontal room on the top, and then is it three or four tall vertical rooms lined up side by side along the bottom half I of it? I think there's it's three. three. And then a big okay. rectangle. Yep. Okay. Word. So yeah. So there's I think there's treasure chests in each of them. And this is something interesting too. I remembered, or I think I remembered. It's one of those things. It's like wiggling the joystick when you run. It's just like I don't have any math that proves this is true, <laughs> but I do it because I think it works, and I think it's an RPG trope. But when I go up to these chests in these rooms, I don't walk up to the front of them. I walk to the mm -hmm. side of them because I mm. think I think there are automatic shitty battles in front of some of these chests there yeah. are yeah they're 100 percent okay, okay. right right so so yeah i always walk to the side and it's funny to me that it works <laughs> <laughs> i feel like later in the game there is like one of those chests that like has they have a battle like a you know like a, a certain battle off to the side i might be making that up yeah but uh, i feel like that's true uh well the first time it happens to me i'm gonna be like fuck <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah, so there's so the the two on the left just are uh, essentially dead ends, and then they they use those wooden poles in these rooms or pillars, whatever Oops. those fucking are, to kind of they make you go the long way to get into. Yeah, some of you, these rooms, you can like yeah. take a bad path on that, yeah, and have to turn around and do the whole thing again. And in the marsh cave, that's not exactly easy. Not ideal for sure. So good good Dude, game my design. First, my first playthrough. This is the first place that I really got humbled. Yeah, I came in here. At level eight, and I was like, I, I don't think my dudes can make it through here. So I <laughs> grinded at level 10 and then came back <laughs> to yeah. try to make it through. Word. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it can be. It this is, is a tough one. It is capable of humbling, as eloquently put, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I took a whack at this bad boy for the first time at level 10, and the frat bros got absolutely stomped by the whizzies. <laughs> like, absolutely just um, wasted. It was fucking amazing how little. Uh, I think I think I, I think I drew four and got one of them down. Uh, oh, that's and, so far away. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it did not, did not my force for it was also. But I mean, I would say it's it's funny to me. That so, yeah, that happened to level 10. And like I said, I came back in and just used this as a grinding spot. And while doing so, you know, did the whole walk around with everything but the wizards. And I was surprised at how like. Like, I, I did not really necessarily have a hard time with anything else in here, you know? I was, mm-hmm. and, and I, this actually raises the question you asked it in the chat. Like, this is kind of when I started to think, like, am I better at running? <laughs> yeah, like, any, any, I, I think anything these actually I, just run better. Yeah, I think they, I, I think that is their one of their skills that actually isn't shitty and broken. Like, I think they do, I think, because luck, I believe, is your uh, run fucking thing, is it not? I think so. Right. I, and I, but I also think I saw something somewhere online when I was fucking around for the beginning of this podcast that like the run mechanic is like broken in this game. Now it's funny because the way that this this post alleged alleged that it was broken doesn't matter for you. I think what this this post said, I would have to look it up if I wanted to cite this as an actual source, but it said something like. You know, like a, a given character has given stats and those affect how well they can run. So when you pick run with somebody, you get a certain chance to run. Okay, we all understand how that works. But I think the game actually like calculates those numbers, but like a character or two characters down. So like your fighter runs, it's not actually basing it off of his stats. It's basing it off of like maybe who was in the second or third place. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, okay. So like what's funny is if you use the thief just one thief in a regular game like you would get the benefit but not from the character that you would think you would right 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 in your situation i have four right yeah yeah so yeah yeah i don't think optimal running party right yeah i don't the optimal bitch party the uh yeah i (laughs) i do not think i'm pretty sure that i i have zero examples of you know, there's there's pretty much no instance where you're not running with all four characters. You're either running or you're not. It's either it's either the the, the strategy company wide or it's not a strategy. So I, there would be no outliers in this data set. I'm like, I don't think there's a single time that I have ran with all four characters and not gotten away over the course of the the turn, mm-hmm. like not once. And I guess it's not that easy, right? Like it, that doesn't happen for you guys, correct? I've, got, I've gotten stopped. Yeah. Okay. I've so, yeah. stopped for yeah. Okay, so yeah, then I guess maybe they are better, which is nice for the Marsh Cave. Nice for the Marsh Cave and nice, <laughs> in, gen- nice in general. That's just a nice thought that I have some advantage of any kind, really, to hear. Yeah, I mean, that. really, that is your that that's like part of your uh, healing and damage mitigation strategy. Exactly. Yeah. Like, so, it, of course, obviously, like that's the case for every playthrough and every party, but you especially, since you are having such a hard time doing damage, and then you take bad damage, like right. you really have to rely on that. Yeah, and, and 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 you know, on that topic, like yeah, I was very strategic about what I am going to engage down here because yeah, you bump into so you know, there's those you have the scums and the what's muck, the other one? Muck, yeah. Oh so, my god. Yeah, so one of them you can only do one damage on. Yeah, they're like immune to like melee damage. Right. Yeah. So 
I clearly that's all I can do. So I'm never beating those things. So like anytime I see them, I'm running, you know, there's just no question. But and then there's also on top of like that, there's that example. And then there's also a bunch of things down here that, you know, either paralyze poison's no big deal, but paralyzing can really fuck you. Uh, if you're, you know, you get in that loop where you only have one person available because other three are fucking paralyzed and coming in, you know, you, you just don't have it. Brutal. Yeah, so it re reduces the number of times that you even have an opportunity to run. But if you don't make it through the first turn every time running, then you're never going to get to that. You're, they're never going to paralyze all four of your characters. So, yeah, I'm like, even in those situations, I can pick and choose those moments and go, nope, I'm just, I can just disengage from this. I'm and to do, to do it with any reliable, or rather to do it reliably in a place like this is incredibly helpful and a very, very nice strategy option to have. No question. Yeah, because, you know, normally running is, yeah, you are weighing, if, if you're in that where you're like, you know, where you're doing those boss rushes and you're in these these boss caves and stuff where you're not trying to grind, like the probably the biggest strategy is just determining what you can kill at no real threat to you, mm -hmm. or you're just running because you're trying to pres obviously preserve your 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 attributes until you get to that boss battle is really all you're trying to do. You're trying to preserve yourself to make right. yourself most. You want to uh, blow lightning too on some fucking scum. Exactly, or, and then exactly. get to your wizards and you're like one short, and then they get you. You know, it's, right, right, yeah. So yeah, so having so so being able to literally only choose things that you know you have a a advantageous offensive opportunity with is a really really nice thing here, yeah, uh, for sure. And yeah, because I had that option, yeah, it allowed me to you know I didn't it presented no challenge even though the wizards were impossible, but getting everything them was no problem. Yeah, everything else in here was cake, you know, uh, comparatively. So it was an interesting dichotomy, I guess. That uh, yeah, is not it, and I'm sure that probably colored me also feeling the same way that you like it's just not it was not as uh, it was, wasn't intimidating as, yeah it's intimidating fear inducing whatever it just it, it, it was not as bad as i expected it to be uh for that reason so that was interesting to me because yeah like we've talked about many times the marsh cave is a bitch in your mind <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, i mean even jay said i mean yeah. for a first time right. player jay said it like the fucking it was humbling yeah yep. yeah but it's, it's funny though because this is this is also the first time that when I came back through here and I was pretty much just destroying things um, at level 10, I also learned to run as a strategy from those exact same things. Not because I couldn't kill them, but if they just caught me in a freaking poison loop and I'm just burning pures, you yeah. know, to try to, or getting paralyzed. And it's like, why am I, I'm wasting resources. And now this, I'm stuck here when I should be passes, you know? Yeah. So I just started running through them and even, you know, I might get hit once, but I was pretty much able to reliably run from the scums and those things. So yeah, it, it actually, this is definitely what I learned. Run is a good strategy. Yeah, for sure. And there are things, correct me if I'm wrong, Jab, but I, later in the game, there are things that you cannot run from, right? Correct. Right. Yeah. I, and zombies might be one of those. And I don't know what you're going to do. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah, the, the game, the game thought of that. The developers thought of that. Right. Cause yeah, it, it, I would say generally speaking. Yeah. Like it, it is a, even without this, Thief life hack is uh, it, it is a big part of this game is knowing when to run, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, the that's the second level and you're trying to get through that bottom right room, which you had kind of, you know, gives you one of those pole things. You have to wrap around the poles. You go up into the room and there's a second door to come out. And that's where the stairwell is down to level three. And level three is like this big open grid with what is it? Is it four by four? I think it's four by four. It's yeah. uh three it's three by four of the same size rooms and then at the bottom the bottom row 
which locked, is all right. yeah they're all locked and it's different that they're it's interesting rather to me design choice that they're it's the four locked rooms they're all on the bottom row and yes that they have a different structural look to them is yeah. interesting i don't know differentiation that i'm surprised they did it didn't they? I don't know. it would it maybe it would have made more sense and been cooler if it was just a random any you know the random uh distribution of the locked rooms in this fucking thing you know right it's in and uh, and the layout of this level can actually make it a little maze like yeah like yeah. if you like yeah. it happened to me a couple times i was playing and like i'm trying to get like find the fucking crown actually i had a hard time finding it and um like you just go for, into a battle and then you finish the battle, you you're like oh fuck because it sets your sprite back to just looking down yep so i was just like oh fuck i don't know if i was going right left up down like yeah. I walked around for a little while or even where you are. Cause yeah, the, it's essentially, uh, you know, if you're not up against but the wall, if, if an edge wall of the level is not visible, it, it essentially looks like no reference be, point. Yeah. You could be anywhere. Yeah. Right. Mm. Yep. No, that there were on more than one occasion walking back to get out of there. Cause like I said, I was coming down here and just grinding essentially, uh, walking back to exit out of here. I think it might even happen after I did finally beat the wizards, which of course is the scariest time for this to happen. Right. <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> You you do that you you think the next thing is where the stair is and you walk you know walk left and you end up getting dead end or fucking not where you want to be because All that time yeah, and resource it, just wasted yeah and it's another it's actually another tier up that the stairwell was you know so yeah even even in that regard it can be disorienting so yeah see so yeah, there's a bunch of fucking a, a bunch of these rooms have chests in them none of which I think this is where the copper bracelet is there might be a cap or something down here probably some gold uh, I think there might be a house in one of them. But generally speaking, it's not worth the uh, the effort <laughs> to go into yeah. each of these rooms. So, yeah, the wizard one is, I think it's the third one down, second one from the left, I believe, is the wizard room. And that room specifically has, like, I don't know, are those altars? Like, what are those little fucking... Yeah, I don't know. Something, like, some statue-esque yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, that's probably the best way to interpret it, some sort of statue. And the so there's two of those on each side of a chest on the back... Um, back square pixel tile whatever and then the, it essentially blocks off all directions so you can't sidewalk then <laughs> that yeah, fucking chest. right which is probably how i got in my mind that that's the case that's that's probably where this idea comes from especially these wizards are, are such a fucking i mean that's uh, that's absolutely a thing you definitely yeah. like some chests have traps essentially right so yeah so they're in front of the the wizard battle is in front of the chest there and yeah you get in there there's there's two to five of them and yeah these fuckers pack quite a wall up to them i guess we should actually Cite the fucking oh, yeah. bestiary entry for them. It's actually further. What's funny is it's further in the game than you would think. Yeah, and you know what? We didn't do that for Garland either, so might as well um, fucking mention him. Garland is this is pretty lit for. I mean, I guess he's a boss, so it's just one on four. But his HP is one hundred six. He does fifteen to thirty damage, and he is worth a hundred and thirty experience points, two hundred and fifty gold. And what the fuck are his spells and shit there? I can't really read that. Yeah, I can't read that even on this better scan. What ifs? The wizards are. Oh my god, there's tape on the wizards. I can't read the wizards. Mm, I, got it right. <laughs> I got it right here. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> wizards are 84 hit points. They have 30 to 60 attack power. You get 276 experience and 300 gold. They are classified as water enemies and therefore yeah. Uh, yeah. susceptible to lightning damage. Right. Yeah, yeah I forgot that, which is clutch. Yep. Yeah. Um, and they have that. like. Their 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 sprite is like their their face looks like a like almost like a mind flare, 
um, if, if you guys are familiar with D&D, which probably most of you are. Um, yeah, they, yeah, they got like this like tentacly like kind of look to it. So there's yep. some logic to it as far as the sprite goes, but I don't understand the like design choice. Yeah, they remind me a little bit of a of a Resident Evil enemy. Okay, uh, something from actually eight. Jay, you played that the uh, Biohazard. Uh, oh yeah, one of, one of the enemies in there. Uh, but yeah, they're they're cool sprites for sure. Because yeah, they're they're not they do not you know Wizard paints a certain image in your mind, and these are right. not it. You know, yeah. they're, they're they're a little more a little much less humanoid and yeah, more kind of fucking I don't know some sort of arcane fucking thing going on with them. That's that's right. more intimidating, which is cool. And it's like kind of the only time that really happens in the game. Like it's not like the ogres look like. Well, I mean, I guess also there's the uh, iguana, right? But like it doesn't happen often. But like yeah, for a fantasy world to like change what a wizard is so so severely is is pretty interesting. And yeah, even at the statistical level, because yeah, I mean the, the idea that they are a water-based thing uh, or have that weakness, like there's no traditional medieval fantasy basis for that at all. No. Uh, so yeah, so yeah. it's interesting. Very interesting. If anything, so, yeah. they would be more resistant to magic, typically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I came in here originally at ten, got stomped by them, and I was back to the drawing board. Did that fucking grind up to level eleven, tried again, and lucked into two whizzies in that context, Ooh. and it was it was much easier. So even from just eleven, just from ten to eleven. Yep. Yeah, the you know the exponential jumps and what like this part of the leveling for me, yeah, ten like nine, ten, eleven, twelve for me were uh, pretty noticeable. I would say. And, and, you know, and also really the application of that um, assessment in both cases, I did get a lucky draw, I think. Um, so that that kind of skews maybe a little bit of my interpretation of of how effective those level jumps were. But, right. yeah, I mean, it, it is definitely like it is noticeable um, with with these dudes uh, when they fucking I, I see it a lot in the damage they take too, uh, even more so than offenses. I, I guess mm. I've kind of put it out already. Yeah, I, I see a, a, a reduction in the in the damage they're taking, and that's very important. Because they're not getting a lot of life. They fucking, I mean, uh, you know, these it's it's <laughs> that there's a that's probably the most we didn't mention that in the tales of the grind, but the that's probably one of the things that is most um, random and unpredictable in the leveling up of these characters. Like, yeah, I have four thieves, so you'd think you'd see a lot of similarities in their level trees, but uh, the, the the HP is all over the fucking map, man. Uh, for, and yeah. And so often I've gotten that, levels like where I got like two health ex points. Exactly. And that was like, what the fuck, man? Uh, so rough. Yeah. And the, yeah, the, you know, the, I'm, I, I'm surprised. I mean, you know, it's just a couple percentage points, but the evade percentage changes and stuff like you know by like level five or six i was seeing disparities between my characters on some of those percentages with the same equipment so you know there's yeah there's a lot of our our charting i mean i guess you know we're not charting the same classes or anything but if we did uh it would be an interesting statistical graph i think because the i think that the change or the variance um from level build to level build for each character is, is quite different so that is was a little unexpected i guess for the same class so yeah, you kill these fuckers. However, you did. I mean, the, so yeah. How I don't, we didn't actually talk about the actual battles for you two. What? Yeah, because we know how it went for you. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking rough. 
uh, Jay, how did, how, what was your, did you learn? Did you notice and learn that they were susceptible to lit? And did you use that or did you just melee through these fuckers? I mean, it, there was, it was completely unmemorable. I mean, I, I took them down with no problem. You know, my fighter, he's silver oh, sorting. And then my mage is also, or my red mage, silver swords. And then I dropped fire and they were kind of done. So, how many did you, how many did you draw in the count? Oh, I don't, I don't remember. Like I said, it was completely unmemorable. I was just like, oh, here's some wizards. Oh, oh wow, dead. man. Okay. This for us, this was like, this was like what, <clears throat> this moment was what would determine whether or not a gameplay could be successful. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. This was the moment, literally. Yeah. Like, if we didn't do well here and then our mind got distracted by another game, like, that was the end of it. If you got yeah. past this, you were pretty much going to commit to the game. Yep. You were, wow. You were yeah. Like, yeah, it, was a, it was a bottleneck big time. Yeah. See, for me, it was much more, like, the only reason I had to come back to this cave is because up to this point, I didn't have, I never had cure potions or pure potions. Like, I never used them. I never needed to. And so when I came here at level eight, and I kept getting poisoned. Then I was like, all right, fuck, I got to go. This isn't going to work, right? Exactly. So once I came back here with like 10 of each of those potions, so, yeah, two I levels guess. higher. I, I got to so, invest some capital. <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't like the wizards themselves. It was kind of just like, can I just navigate and negate the effects of the things that are coming? So, yeah, yeah that was no problem. Environmental attrition, yeah. Yep. yep. <clears throat> uh, for me, I think I, I think I drew four, um, but I was over-leveled and... Uh, I did um, Lightning 2 from my Red Mage, and uh, just, yeah, I mean, the fighter was was crushing at that point. So um, Lightning 2 one time, and then clean up action. Pretty easy. Lightning 2 is fantastic. Actually, for that matter, I uh, it is a good spell, and for that matter, uh, I actually just remembered that I purposely stepped away from the chest and went back and attacked them again. <laughs> just to prove a point. Well, I, I would not have guessed they were there twice. That's that's a cool. Yeah, it's actually you can use it to yeah. level if you're that's a badass. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's cool. I did that accidentally in here. <gasps> like after, so after I completed this, left, like did some stuff did and came back because I was like, I want the thing. What's that? You didn't get the thing. No, I did. I did everything and left, but like I didn't explore and clear everything out the first time through. You know, so I came back afterwards and I was like, let me go. You know clear the other chest areas and all of that and so when i did that i accidentally i don't know what it was with my controller but like it made me it made me go back like i was i wasn't trying to go back i was trying to just like make sure i hit every chest and so i went up fought them there was nothing in the chest tried to go away but i accidentally somehow went back up again and fought them again and i was like wait a minute so then i did it like a couple more times and i was like oh that's kind of nice but now i'm tired of this time to go <laughs> Well, yeah, and then fucking Jay went in here and did what we couldn't do multiple times. Yeah, right. Yeah, with no other <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, Word, well, that's fortuitous because, yeah, that's, that's going to be such a fucking frustrating part of the game for sure. And it's funny that yeah, these kids are so dumb. It's just like level. Yeah, just, just level, you dude. Do. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have nothing to do except go to school tomorrow. Like, if you spend one day leveling, it'll be done. It'll fix all it's, these problems. Yeah. It's funny, though, because with this game, you know, it's like with even though I've learned to grind and you know, current generation type of games, Xbox games, whatever, doing it in Dragon Warrior still seemed like foreign to me, but then obviously I got used to it. But like with this, it's very, I don't know, enjoyable, easy, the music, the sprites, like everything makes it like easy and enjoyable to grind. So I really haven't minded it so far, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah, I legit I, find this kind of stuff like cathartic in a way. 
Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm going to just put some music on or something in the background, and I'm going to grind it up. It's gotten a little laborious to me at times, but generally speaking, <laughs> g- generally speaking, I agree. I, I I enjoy the zen of of the process for sure. I I, I respect the process. I do not. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't. I don't just want to. I don't. I don't just want to score on game day. I want to score in practice too. The <laughs> so yes, yeah, so you get the crown from that chest, and then you have, you do have to twerk your way back out of here. You, you do not get teleported out. So you know if you've. That's all that, you know, and that's, I'm sure that happened to at least once as child, as children too, Jab. Like, you know, that's, it's not just beat the wizard on the way out. Yeah, you can get smoked on the way out too. And if you get, like, if you don't have enough pure potions, like, that's what'll get you is like you get poisoned and then you don't have a pure potion to, like, stop that. That character, you can basically count them as dead. Yeah, but yeah, poison, yeah, poison fucks you fast in this game. You're not, if you do not have a pure potion, your dude's not going to last. Yeah, it's, I think it's one every turn and, you know, clearly. One every step, yeah. Yeah. So you come out of there with the crown, and then you are going to logically, as he requested, return to Northwest Castle to give it to that uh, guy. What, is he, what, what does he actually call himself? Priestos? Does he call him? Is, that, is, is he? Does he say he doesn't say the King of the Dark Elves? Does he? Is that what he? This is why I regret he not going. I don't the know. Prince of something. What did he say? No, oh, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, he calls himself something else before he really. But yeah, you go. So you walk in. You talk to 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 said dude and if you have the crown in tow his dialogue changes to ha 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 i am astos king of the dark elves i have matoya's crystal and you shall give me that crown now i know that bitch <laughs> i've already solved your puzzle but, <laughs> yeah you gotta get up pretty early in the morning to get one past me <laughs> and <laughs> and then you are battling astos which is an awesome sprite maybe the best in the game i would say he's very very fucking cool looking kind of looks like reminds me of the aliens from uh, uh signs <laughs> so yeah like, it does the, the, mel, like that, the yeah. mel gibson movie uh the signs reminds great me of that. great movie great movie uh, yeah i like it too uh everyone good people movie. people shit on m night Shyamalan stuff i i like it uh, uh early I early Early on, in particular, yes, uh, Sixth Sense and Signs are fantastic. I agree. The part where the part at the where the they lock the alien in the pantry and they're doing the whole play beneath the door thing is a really cool, yeah, cinema fucking you know fear, whatever uh, trick. Um, very very good job of filmmaking, I think. So this prick has a bevy of spells he throws at you. He has rub, he has sleep two, he has dark, slow, lit two, and also attacks with a pretty decent melee. So it's formidable, to say the fucking least. His stats stats and what happened? Ha. Yeah, fucking Jay's got I his big. Laugh yeah, I laugh Jay, at this. Jay's talking shit on the fucking face. We're like, I killed him, and I killed him in three Dude, fucking. I killed like, him in three fucking turns. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I couldn't tell if you were being serious or you if you were joking. Like when you were talking about Astos, because I legit, legit beat him in three hits: a, a lightning two, a fireball two, and a silver sword melee hit, and he was dead. And I was like, okay, we're done. I guess that was not supposed to be a, a hard fight moving on what is this mofo statistics here let me find uh, i got it here if you'd like me to read it uh sure uh, astos has 168 hit points which is very small for jay apparently <laughs> um 26 to 52 attack power <clears throat> he yields 200 i'm sorry 2250 experience and 2000 gold which is like yeah. lucrative by, by 10 times over the most you've seen on anything so. yeah uh, 
Oh, yeah, he has no weaknesses, right? Uh, doesn't have any listed, but it's also not the typical format. So I, I'm looking at the chart. It says none, I believe. Okay. It's a fuzzy, but yeah, rub fast fire. There's some couple of fire two, slow two, lit two, slow dark sleep. Okay. Any of those can fuck your day up. Rub especially. I mean, just auto. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Rub is rub is a tough one for sure. And what, what is it? Got rubbed. What, oh, is, what, what does it say? It, what does it say? It says something funny. Uh, it says not oh. effective when it doesn't work, which is a funny way to say it doesn't work. But and then but when it does work, it says I think it just says like deceased or something. It says, it's not something Let me funny. see if I can find it real quick. Yeah. I continue on, but word. Uh, okay. So uh, I'm. How, how did yours go? Yeah, because mine's fucking long-winded. Again, I I've I was overleveled, so I really didn't have a hard time with it. Um, but yeah, overleveled. Uh, I th- I think it was at at that point either sixteen level sixteen or seventeen, and wow. uh, yeah, fucking a fighter at level seventeen's gonna smoke this guy. So, Dustin. Okay. Well, I tried heading in here at eleven right after polishing off the marsh cave because I was actually playing on Thursday night and I knew last night that I was going to I knew I was going to Universal Studios all day and then I was going to the Cavs game last night. So I was like I'm not gonna have an opportunity to play this fucking game tomorrow really. So I need to finish this up on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. So I'm like I'm gonna go straight there. I'm not gonna uh, and hope it works out. I'm not gonna uh grind more even though I know I should. <laughs> and Dude, these fu- yeah, these fucking goons. You know, I posted it all over the fucking social, so and I'm sure very few of our listeners, this will be news. But holy fuck, these fucking goons I'm managing were either missing entirely or doing one fucking damage every oh time. God. Not two, not five, one every wow. fucking time. And you know, I did clock a couple crits in even that first one. And that would do like 20 to 45-ish, I would say, is spitball in the range. But oh, you know, yeah, those are obviously not common. I have no means by which to control fat, that. Yeah, fast myself or do anything to oh. buff myself in any way, shape, or form. So yeah, I got fucking absolutely wasted by this dude. He always walks out and rubs within the first two turns. So you're you, and like these dudes have no magical fucking resistance at all. <laughs> so they they are fucking going down uh, one of them right from the jump. So yeah, I'm down to 3 to begin with, you know. Right. So instead of doing 4 damage, now I'm doing 3. This <laughs> 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 oh, awful awful awful. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm grinding whether I like it or not. And actually, yeah, I woke up early yesterday before we went to Universal Studios and did all this action to <laughs> to to get to level 12, which is no small grind at this point. I mean, we're talking like 5,000 experience or something right. uh, with these dudes. Um, and that's that's not a short stint of grinding. And so, yeah, so I tried again at 12 and I lasted way longer. Like, again, like I talked about that defensive jump. Like, there was a massive defensive jump. But these fucking losers are so offensively impotent that I still didn't wax his ass. And, like, you know, again, I, I got shit to do today. There's no fucking way I'm going to get to 13. This is, I don't have the time for it. So I was like, there's I, like, there's got to be a good dice roll in there somewhere, you know, with the crits where I can fucking can make this work and, and actually have a pan out for me. So, yeah. So I I – Saved outside the fucking thing. And my plan was to just go in there over and over and over again and just hold A and see what happens. So, yeah. So, like, I'm, like, I'm making fucking breakfast. <laughs> like, like, yeah, the, the picture that I – or the video I posted of that I sent you guys is literally – you can see my egg sandwich sitting next to the controller. Right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, I literally walk into this thing and fucking – 
get into the battle. And I, like I, I had to hunt around and, and Amy has a friend staying here right now. So she's out here watching me do this. <laughs> and like, I, I offer no explanation for it. First of all, I'm sitting here playing NES, uh, <laughs> which is enough, right? Yeah. Which is right. enough of its own. She's gotta be sitting over there just like, what the fuck is with this fucking, fucking dude? weirdo? <laughs> I thought Amy could do better than this. Right, yeah, fucking uh, 8 a.m. on a Friday, and I'm fucking walking around here, I'm fucking playing fucking NES, and I'm, like, taking videos and shit the whole time. No explanation from any of this shit. And so, yeah, so I, like, I'm, like, oh, I fucking know Amy has some baby weights around here somewhere that are, like, two pounds, uh, and it'll fit on the fucking, because I first tried to, like, use a change jar, and that wouldn't work without pushing wow. other buttons and shit. So I'm, like, trying to find the device by which I'm just going to weight my A button down after turning turbo <laughs> on, you know? So I'm, like, hunting around the living room trying to find something, and I fucking find, finally find the little two-pound baby weight, and I'm, like, I fucking, yeah, the video you can see, like, I fucking walk into the battle, and I just turn the turbo on, I just, like, set it up there. Do some just, other like, stuff. Yeah, and then pick up my fucking sandwich and start having breakfast, and, like, <clears throat> You know, so it, you know, and like it's on turbo, so it's I'm blowing through an eight response speed battle with this dude, barely catching what's going on. So like this is the first time that I'm doing it, by the way. So yeah, I expected that I'd have to do this a million times. And yeah, I go in there and do it, and like you know, I'm sitting there eating my sandwich, and I can kind of see it start to happen. I'm like, oh, that's a lot of crit. That's a crit. And like even on the, when I posted the video before, because that's like that's the battle, and I turned it off before the battle was over. Uh, I stopped recording and started eating. So, so and that's how long it took too that I could like record for thirty seconds, and turn the recording off and start eating, <laughs> and it's still just going on. But right. even in the first part of it, where the video is still going, you know. So I think Alice, someone mentioned like, "Oh, that's a lot of crits." <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, I kind of noticed it. So I start eating and like the fucking. It happened, you know, I would have wanted to take a picture of this or something if it actually was going to pan out. But like, I'm sitting there eating my sandwich. I couldn't even get the sandwich down fast enough <laughs> to grab my fucking phone and catch it before the turbo blows right through the end of the fight. And when he died and 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 fucking uh, it went back to the fucking, you know, the overworld screen or the the fucking <laughs> the, the move around thing. So, yeah, like I, I couldn't believe he fucking beat him because I, I came nowhere near doing so. The first time through, uh, and just fucking you know turboing and, and setting a fucking dumbbell on my controller, I got like God knows how many criticals. <laughs> and actually, yeah, which, which I would, from what it sounds like, that just needed to be your strategy. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. I got reliant getting crits, like yeah, and and, that, and I assume that will be, and I can't even imagine how many times I'm going to have uh, similar to exact situations with these fucking dudes because it is just you know. There's just no strategy to be had at all. None. You know, I made the joke like yeah. fucking <laughs> like uh, the, this is thief battle strategy. Like literally, that was the caption I put on the video when I posted it. Is like literally fucking just hope it works out. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God, I'm not, I have no effect on this whatsoever. It's just a matter of what the random number generators gods are going to give me. You know, yeah. is, is the only way I'm going to get through any of this shit. So uh, that will probably be how the duration of my fucking Final Fantasy playthrough feels. Well, uh, however shitty your life is in beating Astos, he dies, you get the crystal, no fanfare whatsoever, and that is our stopping point for this episode of The Quest. So let's talk status updates for our marquee characters. Jay, talk to us about Doom and where Doom sits, or sat, I guess. You're, you've kept playing because you're so jazzed up, but at, at the perishing of Astos, where was Doom? At... Astos's Astos <laughs> at Astos's uh, dethroning sheds. <laughs> um, Doom, my black mage, he's at level ten. 
Um, I am at 14,739 experience points. So feeling pretty good about that. I have five strength, 13 agility, uh, 29 intelligence, I think that is. Jesus, damn. Five vitality, 15 luck. Uh, My damage is eight. (laughs) Hit percentage, 24. Absorb five. And invade percentage is 59. Okay. Okay. Yeah. About jab, jab. Uh, jab the fighter has uh sixty six thousand eight hundred and thirty two experience. Whoa. Yeah, you'll get there one day. Um, <laughs> he's got thirty six strength. Well, what level is that? I'm sorry. Yeah, that's uh, seventeen. Level seventeen. Um, thirty six strength, twenty one agility, seven intelligence. So he's not the brightest bulb. Dumb as a box of rocks. Yeah. yeah. Um, 22 vitality and 16 luck. Uh, he's swinging the silver sword right now. And that gives me 40, 41 damage, 73 hit percentage. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, you wish. And uh, 35 absorb and 38% evade. Which does not mean that he missed, that he evades 38% of attacks, I don't think. But No. Yeah, whatever that means, it's 38. It's just your, I think it's just your multiplier when they're doing the fucking, <laughs> you know. Right, the math. The math. Yeah. You're you're calculating Todd, right? Yeah, I am Todd the Thief, and he is at level 12. XP is 20,389. Strength is 15. Agility, 20. Intelligence, 12. Vitality, 10. Luck, 26. Mm. Damage is 20. Hit percentage, 32%. Absorb is six. <laughs> Still higher than mine. <laughs> yeah. uh, evade percentage is sixty-five percent, which is pretty nice, I guess. So, whatever it means, it's nice. Yep, that's where Todd stands, and that is where we will stop for this particular recording, and we will play the game for a while more before we talk about it again. And you can subscribe to the pod on the platform provided by whatever dumbass company that shows up your pottery. Actually, no. Before we do that, I guess let's talk about where we're going. I was going to say, where are we going to, what's the next stopping point? Yeah, well, um, we can try to determine that now. I don't know how successful we'll be. The, I guess let's look at the manual. What is the manual? I mean, we got to do uh, Titan Tunnel, Earth Cave, Melmond. All of that, yeah, I feel like. Oh, I mean, should where just are you? Be, oh, should it just be Lich? Yeah, I would think Lich is probably the most. I don't know what that is, so. Lich is probably the most logical stopping point. Yeah. The tough thing is, though... Yeah, definitely. We're not going to fucking stop short of getting the first... Uh, the first thing. orb. The tough part about it is... There's so little between... the earth, Between Lich and Carrie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what? Eh. Can't go to the ice cave, too. Yeah, I guess yeah, the ice cable. That's no there. fucking. That's Jay. You're gonna have fun there. Yeah. So yeah, so I guess maybe Carrie won't be the stopping point that we'll go through. I guess getting the airship here maybe for that last, or yeah. for the for the episode after that. Okay. Well, I so, guess yeah, you don't have to do. Yeah, sorry. I guess you don't have to do the ice cave to get to Carrie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So that'll be it. So through Lich will be the next stopping point. Have you already done that, Jay? <laughs> No, I've never. I don't think I've heard of Lich yet. I mean, okay, I'm in, so I'm in the Earth Cave right now. Okay. 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 Have okay. you encountered any bosses there? Um, I have not 
Well, let me see. You got any special items, anything like that? So, yeah, I have defeated, I vanquished the vampire. Oh, I okay. got the ruby, but I, I'm struggling to get out. Like, I, I don't have the resources to get out alive, so I'm going to keep trying uh, that. Otherwise, I got to start all over again. I see. Uh, so fun. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this this next leg is a, is a very fun leg of the story. There's a lot of cool shit going on. Yeah. Looking forward to chatting about. Okay, so that's what we'll do next. Just going through going through that. And now you can subscribe to the pod platform by whatever dumbest company serves up your pottery. Please rate and leave positive shift to the pod on whatever platform you do listen to it on. If you enjoy what we're doing, the website is nyhentertainment.com forward slash ISOH pod. You can email us directly at ISOH podcast at gmail.com to tell us how we are playing Final Fantasy incorrectly or talking about it incorrectly. And you can follow the pod and banter with us on the Facebook page, Instagram, and subreddit and talk shit to us about our gameplay videos on the YouTube. Links to all those will be in the show notes. And we do not have a Patreon, but if you like giving money to things podcasters tell you to and would like to do so with our direction, the Able Gamers Foundation creates custom gaming rigs for gamers with disabilities, and that is cool as fuck. AbleGamers.org is where you can find them. We have t-shirts on the website. They're dope as fuck, and the proceeds on those after pot expenses go to Able Gamers. Jab, what's your socials? <laughs> I don't have any. No way. <laughs> Jay, how about yours? Uh, gentleman JB without the second E. Everywhere. And my Instagram is at my shift key is broke. My Twitter is at Josh Follin. My Oculus Diddy is my shift key is broke. Okay, bye. Later. Bye. <laughs>